He's out there now, bagging flies, getting himself acclimated out there. Wally Berger will play center field. Billy Herman of the Cubs will be at second. Billy Herman of the Cubs at second. Wilson of Philadelphia will catch. Wilson of Philadelphia will catch. And here's a surprise. The starting pitcher for the National League All-Stars will be Bill Walker of the St. Louis Cardinals. Bill Walker, a left-hander, will start the game for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's a late entry in the National League team, a sort of a dark horse, as it were, and he's taking the place of Van Lingo Mungo of Brooklyn, who sustained an injury just a few days ago, which necessitated his not taking part in this great baseball class. Mungo is not of St. Louis, the left-hander, is going to start the game for the National League All-Stars. Now that's the batting order and lineup for the National League. Here's the batting order and lineup for the American League. Bosnick of Cleveland. Right field. Bosnick, Cleveland, right field. Gerringer, Detroit, second base. Gerringer of Detroit at second. Gehrig of New York at first. Gehrig at first. Fox of Philadelphia at third. Fox at third. Johnson, Bob Johnson of Philadelphia, will play left field. Bob Johnson left field. Al Simmons of Chicago will play center field. Al Simmons center. Mickey Cochran, the manager of the American League All-Stars, will be back at the plate. Mickey Cochran will be the catcher. Joe Conan, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, will play short. Conan at short. And the starting pitcher for the American League will be Mel Harder of Cleveland. Mel Harder will be the starting pitcher for the American League team. Now, there you have it. That's going to be the face-off today in this great game here at Cleveland between the pick team of stars of the American League and a pick team of stars of the National League. Right now, the reserve infield of the National League is getting a workout. There's Rip Collins of St. Louis over at first base in his gray Cardinal uniform. There's Burgess Whitehead, utility infielder in the National League, working out at second base. I also want to tell you that the players are wearing their own uniform of the... Dal Simmons is wearing the White Sox uniform. Wally Berger is wearing the uniform of the Boston Braves. Now out of the New York Giants. So the boys are all out here today in the uniform of the club that they represent. The grand sight, I want to tell you, in the several spots here in the stadium, there are bands located. Now one has just been striking it up, uh, up behind us here, and the crowd lets out a roar. There's a regular festive spirit out here today, and I hope it'll be a grand game and that you'll all enjoy it. This 1935 meeting between the All-Stars, the National and American League, marks the third playing of this feature game. The American League was victorious in both games, winning in 1933 at Chicago by a score of 4-2, and in 1934 at New York by a score of 9-7. The margin of victory in each game being two runs. This year at Cleveland, the outstanding players of the National League are hopeful of breaking into the win column. The player who largely threw his own efforts brought victory to the American League in 1933, Babe Ruth. The one and only Bambino is down there in the front row box seat. It was carefully expected by the American League that the 1933 event would develop into a glorification of any particular player, but it did. This game, to all intents and purposes, was made to order for Babe Ruth. And he didn't overlook a single opportunity to star both at bat and in the field. All Ruth did, you remember, in the 4-2 victory, scored in the 1933 meeting, was to make two of the nine hits registered by the American League, won a home run into the right field stand. 
that provided the necessary margin enjoyed by the American leaguers at the finish of the battle in what has been labeled by the sports writers as the game of the century. In the field, the Babe made a one-handed stab of a line drive that would have put the National Leaguers in the ball game had it gone safe. In the 1934 game played at the Polo Grounds in New York, the National Leaguers hoped to even the count, but were disappointed when the American Leaguers put on a six-run barrage in the fifth inning that decided the old ball game, the final score being 9-7. to seven. The National League had gotten away to a commanding lead in the first three innings, scoring four runs off the great Lefty Gomez, while Carl Hubble was shutting down the American Leaguers without a run. In the three innings that Hubble worked, he was a sensation, you remember, striking out six men, getting five such great hitters as Ruth, Gehrig, Fox, Simmons, and Cronin in succession. The only hit off Hubble was made by Geringer of Detroit, the first man to face him. From an American League angle, the two outstanding players were Earl Averill and Mel Harder of the Cleveland Club, neither of whom were honored in a starting role. Harder was rushed to the rescue of Ruffing in the fifth inning after three hits and a base on balls that scored two runs and left two men on the bases, one of whom scored on a double steal. He blanked the National Leaguers from then on, allowing only one hit. Averill is a pinch hitter in the fourth triple, driving in a run, and in the big six-run rally in the fifth, his double with the bases filled, scored two more runs. There's a bit of a resume on what has happened in the two previous all-star games between the National League and the American League. Now most of the players have completed their practice down here. Photographers are banked all over the infield. That is, outside of the diamond itself, getting pictures of all the stars in some spots, getting them one at a time, and then getting them in groups so that they'll be... Uh, they're having an awfully busy time down here to the right at the uh, American League side. Right now, they're shooting uh, some of the players who are taking part in the game, uh, getting pictures of them with Babe Ruth, the great Bambino, who's down there in the front row. There are celebrities here in Cleveland galore today. Down in the front row is Governor Martin L. Davies of Ohio. Mayor Terry O. Davis of Cleveland will throw out the first ball. Jack Dempsey, the woman after Mauler. Mark Hawk, the welterweight champion of the world. Babe Ruth. Eddie Collins, one of the greatest second basemen, one of the greatest infielders of all time. Ford Flick is lending an official touch to the game today by his presence. As you know, he is the uh, president of the National League. We're awfully sorry to say that our good friend Will Harridge, president of the American League, is not here today. He's ill in Chicago, and I know that he is sadly... Uh, feels awfully sad right now uh, that he's not here, and I know that all the ball players and everybody connected with the game certainly misses Will, and we wish he could be here. In his place, Frank Navin of Detroit is acting as uh, major domo for the American League. Now the American League is going out there on the field, getting some practice. There's Al Simmons going into center field. Around the infield, Lou Gehrig is at first, Geringer is at second, Cronin is at short, and Jimmy Fox is at third. And now, ladies and gentlemen, before this ball game gets underway, the announcer who's assisting me in the broadcast today from Cleveland and who I'm very happy to work with in this mutual broadcasting system uh, story of the game, uh, Ellis Vanderpeil of Cleveland is right here at my right in the stadium. He has lots of dope for you uh, on the players, somewhat of the history of... Uh, what they've done this year, what they've done before. He also has a lot of dope on the other two games, and I'm sure that uh, he has a lot of interesting things to say to you before we get this uh, broadcast of this great game from Cleveland underway. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you from Cleveland, Ohio, Ellis 
Vanderpile. All right, Ellis, take it away. Thank you, Bob Elson. This afternoon, Cleveland is indeed proud to be host to this great galaxy of stars representing the American and National League. Bob Elson has given you the starting lineup of the afternoon, and in order that you may be properly informed before this great game gets underway, I'm going to repeat the lineup for you and give you a thumbnail sketch of all the players who will participate in the opening play. Leading off for the American League, let's skip over to the National League first because they will lead off this afternoon. Leading off for the National League, Pepper Martin at St. Louis playing third base. This is the third, the third all-star game in which Pepper Martin has taken a part. Joe Pepper Martin of the St. Louis Cardinals is one of the great players in the National League today. Spectators who witnessed the 1931 World Series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Philadelphia Athletics saw John Leonard Martin exhibit some of the most sensational base running ever recorded in a fall classic. Five stolen bases were chalked up to his credit, and to make his feet more spectacular, he usually completes his dashes by sliding in on his stomach. His nickname of Pepper describes very well his play on the diamond. He was listed as a pitcher when he launched his professional career in 1923. The Cardinals acquired him from Rochester, the International League, in 1930, and stationed him in the outfield. There he played until 1932, when he was out with injuries, and Joe Medwick took over his job. This caused Martin to try the infield in 1933, and there he has stayed ever since. Pepper, 31 years old, was born in Temple, Oklahoma. Five feet, nine and a half inches tall, and weighs 175 pounds. He bats and throws right-handed. Second in the National League lineup is Aki Vaughn of Pittsburgh, shortstop. Floyd is his real name, Floyd Aki Vaughn. When the Pittsburgh Pirates went into spring training at Paso Robe, California, 1931, Art Briggs, the manager of the Wichita, Kansas club, a pirate farm, brought with him a kid shortstop by the name of Vaughn. A quiet kid, he was inconspicuous around the camp, but his feast on the diamond spoke for itself. He was too green for major leagues then, but after one more year at Wichita, Aki came up to give Pittsburgh some of the best shortstopping for many years. Aki is still quiet, but his stellar all-around play makes him now a most conspicuous member of the team. He's only 23 years old, but he has put in three full seasons at short for the Pirates. In those three years, he has averaged 322 at the bat and 934 a field marks that any man can shoot at. He was born in Clifty, Arkansas, and it's from that state that he gets his nickname. Five feet, ten and a half inches tall, weighs 175 pounds. He bats left and throws right. Third, Mel Ott. Mel Ott playing right field for the National League team this afternoon. Mel Ott. There are very few players, if any, who can boast at the age of 26 that they have 10 years of major league experience under their belt. That, however, is Mel Ock's record. The late John McGraw saw Ock's possibilities and signed him to a giant contract when the latter was a mere kid of 16 years. Mel reported to New York the next year and has been with them ever since, never having done time in the minors. Mel is a natural hitter with tremendous power, left-handed at the plate, and is what is known as a full hitter, as most of his balls are hit to right field. Some people wonder where Ock gets his power, for he's only five feet, eight and a half inches tall, and shivers the beam at 168 pounds. Mel has a lifetime batting average of 316, and has batted in more than his share of runs for the Giants. Born in Gretna, Louisiana, bats left and throws right. Playing left field for the National League team this afternoon, Joe Medwick of St. Louis. Wherever Ducky Medwick has a good day for the St. Louis Cardinals, either at batter or field, the folks back in Cataret, New Jersey, get that satisfied look on their faces. Ducky is their hometown boy making good. Back in 1929, Medwick, a star fullback in football, 
forward on the cages and man of all trades in baseball at Cataract High School. Three years later, he was stepping in the outfield position of the card made vacant by Pepper Martin's injury. There he has been ever since. Joe acquired the name Ducky while swimming. Someone remarked that he swam just like a duck. A stocky young man weighing 187 pounds, standing 5 feet 10 inches tall. He is a flashing hitter and a possessor of a real home run wallet. He has hit better than 300 every season of his big league career, and it was his timely swatting that helped the Cards to capture the World Series last fall. Medic is 24 years old, bats, and throws right. Bill Terry is on first base for the National League this afternoon. William Harold Perry, that's his name, the strategic manager of the New York Giants, and he's playing his 22nd season of professional baseball and is just about as active as he was when he signed with Atlanta, the Southern Association, in 1914. Bill came to the Giants, the only major club that he's ever played with, in 1923 from Toledo in the American Association. And since that time, has been one of the senior circuit's leading batsmen. During his 12 years in the big league, he has the enviable average of batting average of 342. In 1930, Bill wrapped the pills for a sensation average of 401. When John McGraw gave up the management of his Giants in 1932, Perry was made his successor. In the following year, he led his team to the Pennant and World Championship. Last year, they were barely nosed out by the St. Louis Cardinals. Now today, they're leading the league by a margin of almost nine runs. Bill was born in Atlanta, Georgia, October 30th, 1898. Six feet, one inch tall, and weighs 200 pounds, back and throws left. Playing center field today, Wally Berger, the hard-hitting Brave from Boston. No other Boston Brave name has appeared in the home run list as many times in recent years as is that of Wally Berger. The big outfielder is a natural hitter and packs dynamite at the plate, especially in the pinch when runs are needed. Wally was born in Chicago, October 10, 1905, but he spent his boyhood in San Francisco, a city that has turned out lots of good ball players. He joined the San Francisco Seals in 1923, but was injured and did not play organized ball again until 1927. He went to Boston in 1930 from Los Angeles, and there he's been ever since. Wally claims he got his greatest thrill in his second game in the majors against the Brooklyn Dodgers when he cracked a home run with a bases full to win the game. Berger, six feet, two and a half inches tall, weighs 200 pounds. He bats right-handed and throws from the same side. Billy Herman playing at second base. Billy Herman of the Chicago Cubs. Young second sacker Billy Herman broke into the baseball limelight in 1933 when he handled the 466-foot out with the keystone cushion to break the old record made by Billy Sweeney of Boston in 1912. Herman first came under the appraising eye of a Cub Scout when the form was playing with Louisville in the American Association. The Scout very readily approved of Billy's play, and the Cubs bought him for $50,000 in 1931. He was immediately put to work filling the spot just vacated by Rogers Hornsby, today serving as a coach on the American League team. And he soon had the Windy City fans forgetting the Rajah as far as fielding was concerned. Of course, he was unable to dupli duplicate his predecessor's work at bat, but he has averaged better than 300 since joining the Cubs. Herman, now 25 years old, was born in New Albany, Indiana. Five feet, 11 inches tall, weighs 172 pounds. Bat and throws right-handed. The catcher today, Jimmy Wilson, the popular manager of the Philadelphia National League Ball Club. Jimmy Wilson, who was certain to break into the star 
play today. He's rated one of the best catchers in the business. Aside from doing most of the catching for the Philadelphia Nationals, he manages the club as an added responsibility, making him a rather busy young man. Wilson broke into the big show back in 1923 with the Philadelphia Nationals. After spending better than five years with the Phillies, he was traded to St. Louis in May of 1928 for Virgil Davis and Homer Peel. After six years with the Cardinals, Jimmy was handed the return ticket to Philadelphia, being traded on November 15, 1933 for Virgil Davis, the same Virgil who figured in the other deal. And Philadelphia also came to Philadelphia in that same deal. Under Jimmy Wilson's direction, the Phillies have made much progress, even though they have not as yet reached a very lofty perch in the league standing. Wilson has developed a number of mighty good-looking youngsters during a short resume regime as manager and has high hopes for a future for Phillies. Now, for the uh, pitching today is Walker, Walker, or Bill Walker of the St. Louis, an added starter when Van Mungo is hurt. He has won six games, lost two this year, left-hander, and came to St. Louis from the Giants in 1931 in a deal which sent Gus Mancuso, a catcher, to the Giants. And now for the American League lineup, Joe Bosnick, popular Cleveland player, playing in right field. Second base, Charlie Gehring of Detroit, who's playing today in his third All-Star game. First base, Lou Gehrig of New York, Columbia, Columbia Lou, one of the greatest first basemen of all time. A hard-working player, a money player, and a man who can always be counted to give his best in a pinch. Third base, Jimmy Fox, versatile Jimmy Fox, catcher, first baseman, and today third baseman, another fine player that Connie Mack has brought into baseball. Bob Johnson, Cherokee Indian, one of the pair of brothers that has made its mark in the, in the American League. Bob Johnson of Philadelphia playing left field. In center field, Al Simmons of Chicago for many years. Now playing left field in the regular Chicago lineup, but in center field today for the American League All-Star team. But catching Mickey Cochran, Detroit. Mickey Cochran, before the game when we were down on the field getting the official lineup, Roger Hemsley and Mickey talking together, Bob Elson and I approached, and Mickey started to give the lineup until he came to his own place. And then he turned to Roger and said, I guess, guess I'll star Hemsley this afternoon, and Roger said, no, sir, you get behind the bat. So Mickey Cochran is going to be catching for the American All-Stars this afternoon. Shortstop, Joe Cronin, the youthful manager some years ago who brought a pennant to Washington, now managing Tom Yockey's team at the Red Sox Park in Boston. Pitching Mel Harder. Mel Harder, the young Cleveland ace, who is one of the stars of baseball. The star of last year's 1934 game. And now, here's Bob Elson with some additional dope. Thank you very much, Ellis. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's almost time now for the ball game to get underway. One of the bands out here has just uh, marched across the field. And now, out there at the flagpole in center field in front of the bleachers, which is about... Uh, 462 feet from the home plate. They're going to raise the flag. Here comes Mayor Davis of Cleveland walking out onto the field. He's going to throw the first ball. The umpires have just walked up to the plate. There may be a last-minute change in the American League pitcher. Lefty Gomez is starting to warm up out here. Off here to the right in front of the New York bench. And it may be Gomez starting in place of Harder. But we'll have all that dope for you in just a very few minutes. Now the band... Out there in center field is standing with Clinton. The American flag is going to be raised out there. Now they're playing the national anthem for the all-star game.
Jackson Rays out there in center field. The umpires are out. By the way, the umpires in the National League are Sears and Major Kurt. From the American League, Ormsby and Geisel. The pitchers warming up now are Walker for the National League and Gomez for the American League. And it looks as though Mickey Cochran may have changed his mind about his starting pitcher. He told us down in the dugout a little while ago that he was going to start Mel Harder, but he evidently has changed his mind. Now the boys working out in the infield, getting it all in shape for the start of the game. Gee, this is a huge place. I want to give you just sort of a picture before the ball game starts of just what it looks like from up here. We're seated up here behind the plate, uh, up the upper deck, just a little bit off to the left, a little bit off to the third base side. This uh, municipal stadium here in Cleveland is a huge double-deck affair. It uh, circles right around here to our left down the left field line, and then branches off, and then veers off at an angle, out uh, across left field, and out towards center field, so that the stand, as it moves out from the left field, from the end of the left field line, and motioning out, and moving out towards center field, is backing away. That is, is uh, every foot farther out is uh, farther away from the home plate. And it's the same way down the right field line, uh, to the very extremity of the right field line, is 320 feet. And then the stand shoots out, the same way it does in left field, into right center. Remember, it's a double-decked affair, and it seats approximately 85 to 88,000 people. Then all the way across center field, there is a huge bleacher. This is one of the largest bleachers we've ever seen in any ballpark, and I believe it is the largest. It uh, accommodates, I imagine, in the neighborhood of 15,000 people. That extends all the way across from where the double transcend ends in left center, right across, all the way across center field, meets the double-deck grandstand again in right center. Then, right in back of the bleachers, we're looking right out there now, right over second base, out towards center field, there's a huge scoreboard with across the top, it says Cleveland Stadium. Then there's a flagpole and a small American flag up on top of that pole. And off to the left, down in the field, there's a, a very high pole with a huge American flag, and that is the flag that has just been raised. Now the band has marched again uh, off the field, coming uh, out right field and across the right field foul line and they're being seated at the uh, end of the boxes right down there near the end of the right field line. Ty Perkins of Detroit, another chap who spent many years with the Philadelphia Athletics, is catching Lefty Gomez, who's warming up for the New York team. Bill Walker of St. Louis is the starting pitcher for the National League. Now we're going to run over the official batting order and line up again for you quickly while the managers and the captains of the two teams uh, go over the last-minute uh, rules and so on and so forth with the umpires right down here below us at the home plate. National League, Martin, third base. Vaughn, shortstop. Hot, New York. Medwick, left field. Perry, first base. Berger, center field. Herman, second. Wilson, catching. And Walker, pitching. Field, center field, Cochran catching, Cronin short, and either Gomez or Harder will do the pitch. Harder has won 12 games this year and lost four. Gomez has won eight games and lost eight. The starting pitcher for the National League, Walker, has won six games and lost two. All right. For 
American League coaches. The coaches for the National League are Charlie Grimm, the manager of the Chicago Cubs, and Chuck Dresson, the manager of the Cincinnati Reds. The ball game should be underway now, ladies and gentlemen, here in Cleveland in just about three or four minutes. We're going to pause now briefly for station announcements. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN, the Chicago Tribune station on the Drake Hotel. American League team is out on the field. There's Bob Johnson in left field. There's Al Simmons in center field. Joe Bosnick is in right field. Third base, Jimmy Fox. Shortstop, Joe Cronin. Second base, Charlie Geringer. First base, Lou Gehrig. Lefty Gomez is going to start. Gomez is the starting pitcher. Also a last-minute change. The catcher for the American League will be Raleigh Hemsley. Mickey Cochran changed his mind on two points here in the last few minutes and is starting Gomez with Raleigh Hemsley of St. Louis doing the catch. Mayor Davis of Cleveland is down there. Now he's going to throw the first ball. Another chance for the photographers who are banked all around down there. Get set. Charlie Dresson is coaching at third. Cincinnati manager, Charlie Grimm of the Cubs, is coaching at first. The ball game will be underway in just about one minute. See, this is certainly a glorious sight here today in Cleveland. I certainly do wish you could all be out here. The weather is, is warm, still very cloudy, but uh, I don't think there's any chance of rain. I certainly hope not. Here's an announcement. system isn't working very well. In fact, it's pretty hard to hear from uh, up here just what they are saying. We have our mutual broadcasting system microphones right out here in the open in the upper deck. It's a swell spot to see the ball game, and I certainly do hope that you all enjoy it. The announcer on the field is uh, announcing the official batting order and lineup through the public address system. I heard that one, Medwick left field. The third baseman, Jimmy Fox, is over talking to the pitcher. Mayor Davis is uh, standing down here at the plate. He's going to throw the ball, and then the ball game will be underway. The umpire back of the plate is Ormsby of the American League. At first base is Major Kurz of the National League. At second base is Geisel of the American League. And at third base is Ziggy Sears of the National League. First man to bat is Pepper Martin, the wild horse of the old stage. Here he is up at the plate. Al Simmons is playing a little bit close for Martin. First pitching hits a top fly just back of the shortstop. Conan's going back. He may not be able to get it. He drops for a hit. Pepper Martin dropped his Texas leaguer. Just back of the shortstop. He went back very fast. Conan and the left fielder Johnson came in very fast. Neither one of the boys could reach it. And it's the first hit of the ball game. A hit for Pepper Martin. Now the next 
man to come up is Archie Vaughn, batting 406 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. A left-handed hitter and a mighty dangerous fellow up there at the plate. There's a man on first. There's nobody out. The ball game has just started here in Cleveland. The all-star game. Gomez is getting his sign. First pitch was high and inside for a ball. Ball one. Now the catcher's walking out toward the mound to talk to the pitcher while the umpires are shagging the photographers away from the baseline. Here's Hemsley coming back behind the plate. Raleigh Hemsley is back at the plate. Out of ball one on the batter. Here's the next pitch. It's a little bit outside and low for a ball. Ball two. Two and nothing now. Rocky Vaughn with Pepper Martin on first. Next pitch is a fastball that comes in across his knees. It was a beauty. And it's a strike. The count is ball two and strike one for Archie Vaughn. His batting average to date, as we told you, is 406. Here's the next pitch, and it's in low and very close for a ball. Makes it ball three. Three and one now for Vaughn. Some of the latecomers walking down here in front of us in the aisle, just obstructing our view a bit. Pepper Martin's on his way down on the hit and run play. There's a fly ball in the left field. Johnson comes in. He's under it, and he has it for the first out. It's a hit and run play with Pepper Martin starting for second with the pitch, and the batter ball hit it into left field. Johnson came in and made an easy catch of it for the first out. One gone. Now the next man to come up is Mel out of New York, who's playing right field, and today is batting 324. batting. Pepper Martin on first base with one gone in the first half of the first inning. The game has just started. The pitchers are Gomez for the American League, Bill Walker for the next. Again, the umpires have called its play. Several photographers, three or four, are want to take uh, six uh, points of vantage just outside of the third baseline. And the uh, umpires go into a huddle and now they allow it and Melot steps into the batter's box. Here's the first pitch. And it comes in low and inside for a ball. Ball one. Man on first and one gone. Gomez pitching to Melot of New York. Third man up. Here's the next pitch. There goes the runner down the second base. Here's the throw and it's a stolen base for Pepper Martin. Dolly Hemsley's throw was a little bit high and to the second base side of the bag. And Cronin, the shortstop, took the throw and had to lean over the bag to get the throw. And in the meantime, Pepper Martin hooked around inside the bag and he's safe at second. It's a stolen base for Pepper. He's on second base with a count of ball two on the batter. Mellot, here's the next pitch. It's a strike. It's a It was a fastball right in there, waist high. Ball two and strike one for Mellot. Man on second, remember, with one gone in the first half of the first inning and the National League team batting. American leaguers talking up out there in the infield. Lots of Pepper. Johnny words of encouragement to Gomez. There's a fastball. He hits it on the ground. Out to the shortstop. Corlin is in fast. Gets it over to first base. And he's out for the second out. And Pepper Martin advances from second to third. There's two gone. Mellot went out from Cronin to Gary. Two gone now and a man on third. And Ducky Medwick of St. Louis is the batter. His average to date is 362. And he's one of the most dangerous batsmen in baseball today. Medwick up with a chance to drive in a run if he can come through with a blow here in the first inning. Here's the first pitch. It's a slow curve, and it broke just a little bit too close to a right-hand batter and backed him away from the plate a bit. It's ball one. The 
He's taking his time. Start that slow wind up again. Here's the next hit. Hendrick jumped away from a fastball that almost hit him in the leg. It's ball two. That was a fastball. Gomez is winding up again. Here's the next pitch. There's a fastball around his neck. And Medley swung hard and missed it. He swung so hard he fell down. Medley's batting with Pepper Martin on third and two gone in the first inning. Here's the next pitch. He hits a high foul, which is going back into the grandstand off there to the right. There's the first donation of the fans. And believe me, they're having a wild scramble for that ball up here in the upper deck. National League team is batting. There's a man on third. There's a count of ball two and strike two on the batter who is Medwick, and there is two gone. Here's the next pitch. Fastball high. Medwick swung and got a piece of the ball and fouled it back into the screen, and the count is two and... Raleigh Hemsley gets another new baseball. Mumpire Ormsby throws it out to the pitcher. Gomez wipes his hands across the front of his uniform a bit. Pulls his peak of his cap. Gets all set. Now he's starting that wind-up of his. Here comes the next pitch to Medwick. It's a slow curve, and he hits it foul off there to the left. It almost hit one of the photographers kneeling on the ground there with his camera. And the count is two and two. Ball two and strike two for Medwick. A man on third. Two gone in the first half of the first inning. Gomez, a lefty pitching for the American League. And Walker, a left-hander, will pitch for the next. Next pitch is way outside, almost a wild pitch. Hemsley had to go way outside and jump up to grab that one. And the count is three and two. Next man to come up will be Bill Terry. Ball three and strike two. Next pitch is a fastball. He started to swing at the ball. Tried to stop. And the umpire says, you're out on strike. Hendrick is putting up a beat down there. And Martin is left on the base. No runs and one hit. Now we're going into the last half of the first inning. Now these three or four bands who are parked out of different spots around the stadium. Average 
carefully. The infielders talk it up out there. It comes to wind up on the first pitch. It's a fastball. It's outside at the waist for ball one for Geringer. A left-handed hitter. One out. Nobody on the bases. Last half of the first inning. No score on either side. Walker gets his sign again. He too has a very slow and deliberate sort of a wind-up. There's a fastball. It's in a little bit low. It was over the plate, but low. And it's ball two for Geringer. Walker turns around. Looks around the infield and the outfield to see that everybody's in place. Center fielder Berger is moving over a little bit toward right center with his left-handed batter. Here's the next pitch, and it almost hit him. Geringer has to back out of the way in a hurry to get out of the way of a pitch ball, and it's ball three. Next man to come up will be Columbia Lou Gehrig, the first baseman. Walker takes his time. He's just taking it easy out there now. Comes to wind up in the next pitch. He's waiting out the string, and there's a perfect pitch right over the heart of the plate. A call strike. Three and one. Now we'll see whether Charlie will wait out the string, hoping to get a fourth ball, or whether he'll poke it, knowing that Walker's going to try to get it in there. Wind up, and here's the pitch. Geringer backs away from ball four. Puts him on first base. Next man to come up is Lou Gehrig of New York. He's batting 314. The left-handed hitter. sort of slow getting started this year. He's recognized by everyone as one of the greatest hitters in baseball. Walker's getting his sign. Here's the first pitch. The curveball. He hits it down the first baseline to Terry. Up with the ball. Gets it over to second base. Out of second. Back over to first base. But safe at first. The play went from Terry to Vaughn. Forcing Geringer at second base. From Vaughn back to Terry. Hoping for a double play. But they missed Gary just by a foot. So Geringer is forced out at second base. Terry Devon. Leaves a man on first base. And brings up Jimmy Fox. Third baseman who's batting 322. Here's Fox up at the plate, a right-handed hitter. Hedwig is playing very deep in left field for this fellow. First pitch to Fox is in low and close for a ball. Ball one. Boys out there in the infield talking up. You can hear them all the way up here. Lots of chatter, lots of pepper on both sides. Both want to win this ball game. Want to win it fast. Two great teams out here today. Walker kicks the dirt around out there in the mound, getting it all smoothed down to his liking. Runner on first. It's two off. Jimmy Fox is batting with a count on him. Ball one. Walker's ready. Here's the next pitch. Fox takes one right over the plate. It's a called strike. And Wilson takes the ball down to first base to Terry, trying to pick Gary off the bag. But he's back there safely, and the count is one and one. Two one and strike one. A man on first with two out. Walker draws his arms up in front of him. Watching the man on first base. Now he's ready. Here's the next pitch to Fox. It's outside. A fastball. At the knees. Makes his ball two and strike one. Two and one. Pepper Martin third. Vaughn short, Billy Herman second, Terry at first, that's the National League infield. Walker's getting his sign again, here's the next pitch. It's a slow ball and a beauty. Gee, that was a nice one right in there, and the count is ball two and strike two. Walker threw a slow ball into Jimmy Fox, and it was a beauty. Just came in below the shoulders, right over the plate. It's a call strike, and the count is two and two. Runner on first base is taking a short lead off. He's ready again, here's the next pitch. 
There was a slow curve outside below the knee, and it's ball three. Makes it three and two now. And on first with two out, three and two on the batter. Now Gehrig will break for second base with the pitch. Three and two on the batter and two gone. Gehrig on first base. Watch him now. Walker's getting ready. He throws the ball over to first base trying to pick Gehrig off, but he's back in the bag safely. Who didn't have a very long lead off. And he just leads back onto the bag. Walker pulls at the peak of his cap. Gets ready out there again. He has a three and two count on Fox. Gehrig is edging off the bag. There he goes. Here's the pitch. And the batter is a long
National League is batting. One out. Next pitch to Berger is a well curve right over the heart of the plate, and it's called strike two. Broke in there beautifully. Looked like it was going outside, and then the ball broke sharply in over the plate at the waist, and it's two strikes. Gomez is getting a sign. Here's the next pitch. A fastball, and Berger gets a piece of it and knocks the ball back into the screen. Still two strikes. There's a great scramble for the ball again. The crowd roars. They certainly do want these baseballs today. These baseballs today as souvenirs of this all-star game. Gomez has a count of strike two on Berger. Next pitch the ground ball foul just outside the bag down the third baseline. It's rolling down the line. That was just foul a foot. A hard hit ball on the ground just outside the bag at third. Charlie Dresden of Cincinnati is coaching at third base for the National League team, and Charlie Grimm of the Cubs is coaching at first. Berger is batting in the first half of the second inning with one out. Sound on him is strike two. Gomez gets a new ball, rusts it up in his hands a bit, getting some of the shine off it. Now he's ready. There's a fastball. He hits a high foul fly just outside of first base. Lou Gehrig is under it, and he catches it now in fair territory. It came down just inside the first baseline, just about 10 feet. Uh, down from the bag at first base toward the plate, and Gary caught it. It came down just inside the line in fair territory, an infield fly for the second out. Now the next man to come up is Billy Herman. Billy Herman is batting 295. Second base, the National League team. Right-handed hitter. Al Simmons, the center fielder of the American League team, is coming in and moving over a little bit toward right center. First pitch is high and outside for a ball. Ball one. Simmons, center field. Bosmick, right field. Bob Johnson, left field. Here's the next pitch to Billy. Billy swings hard and fouls the ball back into the screen. Ball one, strike one. Two out and nobody on the bases in the first half of the second inning. The American League is leading two to nothing. Fox hit a home run with a man on. Gomez is getting his sign. Here's the next pitch. Billy takes him a little bit high and close for a ball. Next man to come up after Herman will be Wilson, the catcher. Ball two and strike one. Next pitch, he hits a high foul fly, which is going over there into the box seat. Raleigh Hemsley tosses off his mask and comes back fast to see if there's a chance to get the ball, but he sees there is no chance of going into the crowd, and he goes back to the plate. The umpire tosses a new ball into play. Ball two and strike two is the count on Billy Herman, batting for the National League team with two gone. There's a fastball, he hits the track of the pitcher, he knocks it down, it's rolling behind him, he gets over, picks it up, gets it over the first base, it's low, but he's out on a fast play, Gomez to Gary. Billy Herman hit a hard smash on the ground back at the pitcher, he knocked it down, but it rolled past him, he went back fast and grabbed the ball and got it over the first base, and Billy Herman was out on a fast play, Gomez to Gary. Three up and three down, no runs, no hits, and no errors. Going into the last half of the second inning. We're going into the last half of the second inning of this game at Cleveland, Ohio. Between the stars of the National League and the stars of the American League. One of baseball's two great annual classics, the World Series and the All-Star Game. A crowd of over 80,000 people are out here today. 
Cleveland to see this game. Bill Walker is the starting pitcher for the National League, and Lefty Gomez is the starting pitcher for the American League. The first man to bat for the American League in the last half of the second inning is up at the plate now. It's Al Simmons of the White Sox, whose batting average to date is 260. Al has had a sort of a tough time getting started. Here's the first pitch. Simmons backs away from a fastball that came in across his knees, and it's a call strike. Al turns around to talk to umpire Armsby. <laughs> Al Simmons didn't like that one. Now he's up in there again. Walker's getting his sign. Here's the next pitch. It's a fastball in across his knees, and it's strike two. Again, Al Simmons turns around and says something to the umpire. Nobody on and nobody out in the last half of the second. Wind up in the next pitch to Simmons. Strike three, swung at a fastball, outside and high, and struck out. Simmons struck out. One gone. Now the next man to come up is Raleigh Hemsley. Batting around 325. Right-handed hitter. The first pitch is a slow ball that broke in over the plate, but too low. It's the ball, ball one. Walker's getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch to Hemsley. It's a slow ball, and he pops it up. It's coming back here toward the railing. It's going into the stands. He can't get it. The catcher came back fast, but couldn't get to it. Ball one and strike one for Hemsley. Jimmy Wilson of Philadelphia is the starting catcher for the National League. Raleigh Hemsley's batting average is 327. He's a right-handed hitter. Here comes the next pitch to Raleigh, and he slams a fly ball down the left field line. Left fielder Metric is going back. The ball goes over his head. He goes up against the wall. Hensley's coming into second base. He makes high for third. He's on his way now to third base. It's going to be very close. Here comes the relay. He slides in, and he's safe at third. It's a three-base hit for Hensley down the left field line. The relay came in from Metric to Archie Vaughn to the third base from Pepper Martin, and Raleigh Hensley came sliding into third base, and he's safe at third. It's a three-bagger. Hensley on third with one out in the last half of the second inning. The American League leading by a score of two to nothing. Now the next man to come up is Joe Cole in the shortstop, the manager of the Boston Red Sox. His batting average today is 260, but he's a dangerous man up there in a pinch. Now the National League team is drawing in close to the infield with a possible play in view here at the plate. Walker takes a look around to see that everybody's in place. Cronin batting, a man on third, one out, last half of the second inning, scored two to nothing in favor of the American League. Walker's getting his sign, here's the pitch to Joe, outside, waist high for a ball. A hitter along fly now would bring in a run. National League infield, Pepper Martin, Archie Vaughn, Billy Herman, and Terry, He's playing in close, hoping he hits the ball on the ground and will have a chance to cut off this man at the plate. It's a nice curve ball right in over the plate, and it's a called strike. Ball one and strike one. Hemsley drove the ball over Medwick's head in left field for a three-bagger. One gone and a man on third. This is getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch. He hits a high fly back into left center field. Wally Berger's getting back. He's under it. He has it. And here's Hemsley coming in toward the plate. Here's the throw, but they can't get him. And Hemsley scores from third. The American League is leading three to nothing. 
Joe Cronin drove a long fly ball into left center field, which is taken by Wally Berger. Berger got the ball back into the infield rather nonchalantly because he saw he didn't have a chance to get the man scoring from third. There's two gone now. Another run is in, and the score is sweet enough. Next man to come up is Gomez, the pitcher. Here's Gomez up, a left-handed batter. He swings at the first pitch and looks at for a strike. Strike one. Nobody on the bases. One run in the last half of the second. Walker's ready. Here's the pitch. It's a curve ball that breaks outside of the knee. And it's ball one and strike one. Gomez batting. He won eight games and lost eight games this year for the Yankees. Walker's getting his sign again. Here's the wind-up in the next pitch. It's a fastball. It's a little bit slow. It's the ball. Makes it ball two and strike one for Gomez. Walker turns around and looks around the infield. Still didn't like the call on that one so much. Said something to the umpire, but now he goes about his work again. Standing there in the rubber, getting his sign from Wilson. Here comes the pitch to Gomez, and he backs away from one in close to the knee for... A third ball. Ball three makes it three and one. Manager Frankie Fritz of the National League team is watching the game from the dugout. Next pitch is right over the plate. Ball strike and the count is three and two. Billy Herman is playing second in place of Fritz. Billy Herman is playing back on the edge of the grass for this fellow. Three and two count. Here's the next pitch to Gomez. It's a fastball, and he struck out. He swung hard at the fastball below his shoulders and struck out. That's the end of the second inning. The American League made one run and one hit. One run and one hit. At the end of the second inning, and the score at the end of two innings in this all-star game at Cleveland, Ohio, is the American League three... The National League, no. We're going to pause briefly now for station identification. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGM, the Chicago Tribune station on the Drake Hotel. Now we're going into the first half of the third inning. American League is out there on the field. coming to bat and the first man to come up will be Jimmy Wilson catcher right-handed batter his batting average to date is 259 big number 12 in the back of his gray uniform here's the wind-up in the first pitch he swings with a fastball shoulder high and misses like one American Leaguers chalk it up out there is getting his sign again. Here's the wind-up in the next pitch to Wilson. It's a low ball outside at the knee. Wilson batting. Out of one and one. He's the first man up in the first half of the third. Scores the American League three, the National League nothing. Next pitch. Comes in low and close for a ball. Makes it ball two and strike one. Two and one. Wind up again in the next pitch. He hits a high foul, which is going back into the crowd in the lower boxes. 
Ball two and strike two. Now the new ball is tossed into the game, and Gomez takes his glove off out there. Walks behind the mound, rubs the ball up in his hands a bit, getting some of the shine off it. Now he's ready. Here's the next pitch to Wilson, and he reaches for one and fouls it directly back into the screen. The count is still two and two. Ball two and strike two. Gomez takes his glove off, rubs the ball up in his hands a bit again. Here's the next pitch to Wilson. It's a fastball. He hits it on the ground out of the second baseman. Garinger's up with the ball, gets it over to first base, and he's out. Garinger to Gary. It was a hard-hit ball that hugged the ground all the way out to Charlie Garinger. He grabbed it and cleared out in a fast play. Garinger to Gary. One gone. Now the next man to come up. Looks like we may have a pinch hitter here for Walker. I believe somebody's coming out to bat for Bill Walker. Which means we'll have a new National League pitcher next inning. Can't see who it is yet because we can't see the National League dugout. It's down below us here, and we're way up here in the upper deck with 15 or 16 rows in front of us. Russ Mancuso is coming out to bat for him. Russ Mancuso, a right-handed hitter, regular catcher for the New York Giants, coming out to bat for Walker. He's a right-handed hitter. up at the plate. Gomez is getting his sign. First pitch is outside. Waits high for a ball. Ball one. And Cuso up at the plate. His batting average to date is 290. Here's the next pitch. It's a fastball. Low and outside. Ball two. Nobody on the bases. One out. First half of the third inning. The National League at bat. The American League leading three to nothing. Next pitch is a fastball. Right over the outside corner at the knee. It's a called strike and the count is ball two and strike one. Two and one. Here's the next pitch. He hits a high foul up into the upper deck back a third and the count is two and two. Ball two and strike two for Mancuso. is getting his sign. Here's the next pitch. It's high and outside for the ball. And the count is three and two now for Gus. Gus Mancuso. Gray uniform of the New York Giants. Up here at the plate. Right down here in front of us now. Gomez is winding up. Here's the next pitch. He hits a high short fly into left field. The shortstop Cronin is going back. The left fielder is coming in. They may collide. They both jump for the ball and Cronin gets it and holds it. Boys collide, but neither one of them are hurt at all. And Mancuso is out for the second out. Mancuso hit a high short fly in the left field, over near the foul line. Joe Cronin went back fast. Bob Johnson came in. The boys bumped each other, but Cronin grabbed the ball and held onto it, and there's two gone. Now the next man to come up is Pepper Martin, the leadoff man. Single the first time up. Go the hit into left field. First pitch is outside for a ball. Ball one. 
next pitch to Martin. He swings hard and misses. That was a fastball around his neck. And the count is two and is one and one. All one and strike one for Pepper. Two out and nobody on the bases in the first half of the third. Here's the next pitch from Gomez. It's a slow ball. And it's outside. Martin started to jump up on that one as though he was going to cloud it. It was a slow ball and the crowd roared. He left it go by. National League is warming up Schumacher in the bullpen in left field. There's a foul up into the upper deck, right off here to our right. Martin swung so hard he fell down. This ball, by the way, up here in the upper deck was uh, practically caught by Luke Sewell, the White Sox catcher who's up here enjoying the game, and it popped right out of his hand. Martin swung at a slow curve in around his knees and struck out. Pepper Martin swung at a slow curve in around his knees and struck out, retiring the side. No run and no hit. At the end of the first half of the third, and now we're going into the last half of the third inning, American League 3, National League nothing. Bill Walker allowed two hits while he was in there. He issued one base on balls. He struck out two, and two runs were scored on it. Al Schumacher is coming into pitch now for the National League. Schumacher's had a great record this year. He's won 12 games and lost two. Al Schumacher, one of the best pitchers in the National League, Coming in now, Charlie Grimm of the Cubs pats him on the back as he walks by him toward the center of the diamond. Catcher Jimmy Wilson is out there talking to him. And the last half of the third inning is about to get underway here in Cleveland, Ohio, with the American League leading by a score of three to nothing. National League is on the field. Redwick in left field. Berger in center field. Mallard in right. Pepper Martin at third. Vaughn at short. Billy Herman at second, and Bill Terry at first. And the new pitcher, the second pitcher for the National League, is Hal Schumacher. Pepper Martin has his glove off. He's standing out there behind Schumacher, talking to him. Billy Herman is also just at the edge of the circle, talking to Bill Terry. Now the catcher tries his whip and plays the ball down to second base to Archie Vaughn. They take it around the infield, take it around the diamond for the last time, it's back to the pitcher. And now the last half of the, half of the third inning is getting away with Joe Bosnick of Cleveland up at the plate. Bosnick bounced out the first time up. He hit the ball on the ground to Billy Herman and was thrown out. Now he's coming up for the second time to start the last half of the third. Schumacher's having some trouble getting the dirt out there in the pitcher's circle all smooths down to his liking. He kicks it all around out there, finally has it all set. And now he's on the rubber. He's getting his sign. Here's the wind-up on the first pitch to Joe Bosnick. Bosnick gets the ground ball down the first baseline. It's foul outside the line. Bill Terry comes in toward the plate. But Wilson gets the ball first and plays it around the National League infield. Terry to Billy Herman, to Archie Vaughn, to Pepper Martin. And Martin carries the ball all the way over to the pitcher's box and hands it to Schumacher. There's something to him. The last half of the third inning. Nobody on and nobody out. The American League batting and leading three to nothing. Here comes the wind up in the next pitch. It's a fastball. It's blowing outside. The ball. Makes it ball one and strike one. Great crowd here today to see this game. It's 
getting inside again. Here's the next one. The fastball, he hits it right back at Schumacher, jumps up, grabs it in his gloved hand, and throws him out. Schumacher to Terry. One gone. Bosnick is out. Pitcher to first. Next man to come up is the second baseman, Charlie Geringer, who walked the first time up. Geringer, a left-hand hitter, is batting. One gone in the last half of the third. National League talks it up out there in the infield. Lots of pepper on both sides today. Al Schumacher getting his sign. Here's the first pitch to Geringer, and it was a fastball in around his knees, right over the heart of the plate, a called strike. A beauty. Roger Hornsby coaching at first. Del Baker of Detroit coaching at third. Wind up in the next pitch. The fastball in low, almost into the dirt. Ball one and strike one. One out and nobody on. He takes his time getting ready. Fastball low, outside the ball. Makes it ball two and strike one. The umpire back at the plate today is Ormsby of the American League. Major Curse of the National is at first. Geisel of the American League is at second. And Sears of the National League is at third. Schumacher has a count of ball two and strike one on Geringer, batting here in the last half of the third. Here's the next pitch. Fastball right over the plate. He hits it on the ground out to Billy Herman. He came up with a nice stop that time, gets it over to first base, and he's out. Billy Herman to Terry. That ball was really hit hard. Billy Herman came up with the ball nicely and threw him out on the fast play. Herman to Terry. Two gone. Now the next man to come up is the first baseman of the American League team, Lou Gehrig. Gary get into a fourth play the first time up. And scored on Jimmy Fox's home run in the first inning. Here's the pitch. It's a fastball right across his knees. It's strike one. Left-hand hitter, Lou Gehrig batting. Two out of There's nobody on the bases here in the last half of the third. Here's the next pitch. Gee, that was a nice one. But it was a little bit low. Should have seen the break on that curveball. Just a little bit low, and the count is one and one for Lou. Schumacher starts his wind-up. Here comes the next pitch to Gehrig, and it's a fastball. It just misses the corner at the knee, outside, where the ball makes it ball two and strike one. Billy Herman is playing back the edge of the grass. For Lou Gehrig, a hard hitter. The outfielder in right field is playing way back. Mellop. Here's the next pitch to Lou, and he hits the ground ball directly back at Billy Herman. He's up with the ball over to first base, and he's out, retiring the side. Three up and three down. No runs, no hits, and no errors. Two assists for Billy Herman that inning. At the end of the third inning, and now the game is going into the first half of the fourth inning. American League going out of the field, and the National League coming to bat. Here's Gomez coming out. Score the American League three, the National League nothing. Ellis Vanderpile is working on this broadcast with me today. Tells me that nobody ever hit a ball in that bleachers in center field. And I can imagine that some wallop. Seems like blocks and blocks away out to that center field wall. Bleacher extends all the way across center field from right center to left center field, where it is met by a double deck grandstand. 
Well, we're starting the first half of the fourth inning with the National League at that trailing by three runs, and Archie Vaughn is going to be the first man up. Slide out to Johnson the first time up. Left-handed batter. As far as the batting average goes, he's the leading hitter in the game today, batting up around 400. Now the first pitch to Vaughn. He hits one right over the second baseman, dead out in the right center field. It's a safe hit. Right fielder Bosnick fumbles the ball momentarily, gets it back into the infield fast. He's flying for second base, and he slides in safely. It's called a two-base hit. He slammed that ball into right center field. Right over the second baseman's head. Bosnick came over fast, caught the ball in the second bounce, fumbled it momentarily, dropped it, picked it up again, and got it back into the infield. But Vaughn hadn't hesitated. He was trying for a double, and the official scorer calls it a two-base hit. It's a double for Archie Vaughn. Next man to come up is Mel Ott. First pitch is inside for a ball. Ott bounced up to Bowman the first time up. And on second and nobody out, here's the next pitch. He hits a high infield fly. Just to the left of the plate. Robbie Hemsley is going down the third baseline. He's under it, and he has it. He caught the ball in fair territory, midway between the plate and third base, and about a foot inside the third baseline for the first out. It was a high infield fly caught by Hensley for the first out. One gone. Now the next man to come up is Medwick, the left fielder. He struck out the first time up. Right-handed batter. Gomez is getting his sign. First pitch he swings at right around his knees and misses for a strike. Strike one. The American League infield is playing back. Gary, Geringer, Cronin, Fox. Here's the next pitch. He follows it directly back into the screen. It's two strikes now for Medwick. His batting average to date this year is 362. Right-hand hitter and a great hitter. Gomez is looking down at Raleigh Hemsley, getting his sign, draws his arms up in front of him, run around second, taking a long lead off. A slow ball comes in a little bit close at the shoulder, and Medwick backs away. Joe Cronin, the shortstop of the American League, is cutting things up out there, talking it up. Here's the next pitch to Medwick, and he hits a high foul, which is coming back. The catcher's coming back, but I don't think he can get to it. He's going back, but he can't. It goes into the crowd, and the count is ball one and strike two. Arms gives Raleigh Hensley a new baseball, and he throws it out to Gomez, who proceeds to rough it up. Get some of the old shine off it, so the pitcher can get a firmer grip on the ball. The all-star game from Cleveland, Ohio. The American League leading by a score of 3 to nothing in the first half of the fourth. The National League has a man on second. Medwick jumped away from a curved ball that goes into the dirt. In close. And the count is 2-2. Two two. Ball 2 and strike 2. Gomez has handled all the pitching for the American League. The National League has used two pitchers so far. Walker and Schumacher. Next pitch is a slow ball. It's outside. Makes it ball 3 and strike 2. Crowd roars with that slow ball. Came in so slow you could almost read the old trademark. There's a ball that's outside, a fastball, and it's ball four, and it puts National League runners on first and second. Medwick draws a pass. Next man to come up is Bill Terry, the first baseman. He's the left-handed hitter. Terry up at the plate. Terry 
outside out to Johnson in left field the first time up. Now he has a chance here to help the National League calls along. The first pitch he hits by through the box to the center field. It's a base hit. Here comes Vaughn around third base and scoring. The first run for the National League and the score is 3 to 1. Bill Terry hit the first ball pitch on the ground, right through the box in the center field. Simmons gets it back in fast, and Medwick stops it second. The National League has runners on first and second. One run is in, and there's one gone, and the next man to come up is Berger. Vaughn has scored. That was a hit, a sharp smash back into center field on the ground. Here's Berger up. He's out on an infield flyer the first time. First pitch is a strike and across his knees. American League warming up Mel Harder in the bullpen in right field. A ball that's in close. Right-handed hitter and back Berger away from the plate. Two men on the bases. Wally Berger batting. One run is scored in the first half of the fourth, and now the score is 3-1. to one. Berger swings with a slow curve up around his shoulders and missed it, and the count is ball one and strike two. Medwick on second, still Terry on first, Vaughn has scored, there's one out, it's the first half of the fourth inning, the score of the American League three, the National League one. Next hit, it's a slow curve and he's out on strike, it was right over the heart of the plate, a beauty has came in, outside and cut right in, over the plate, waist high, and Wally Berger is called out on strike, two gone. Next man to come up is Billy Herman, the second baseman. Billy bounced out the first time up. He's thrown out by the pitcher. First pitch is outside, knee high for a ball. Ball one to Billy. National League has scored here in the first half of the fourth on Bill Terry's sharp hit to center field. Next pitch to Billy is in low and close. Backs him away from the plate and it's ball two for Herman. First and a man on second. Ball two is the call on Billy Herman. There's two outs in the first half of the fourth. Gomez takes his time, wipes his hands across the front of his uniform, gets ready. Here's the next pitch. Billy hits a high fly in the left field. Johnson is under it and should get it. He's moving in just a few feet. He's camping under it, and he has it, retiring the side. Two men are left on the bases. The National League made one run and two hits. One run and two hits. Billy Herman slide out to Johnson in left field, and two men are left down the base. Now we're going into the last half of the fourth inning of this all-star game. The American League leading the National League by a score of 3-1. to one. Al Schumacher's out there on the mound. Hellot going into right field, Berger to center field, Medwick to left field, Pepper Martin third, Vaughn at short, Billy Herman at second, and Terry at first. We keep repeating the lineup to both teams every once in a while. For the benefit of all of those of you who may be tuning in late, so that you can get right up to just what's happening out here at Cleveland in the All-Star Game and know just who's who on both sides. The American League is leading 3-1. to one. The game is going into the last half of the fourth inning, and Jimmy Fox, who plays third base for the American League team, is the first man up. His first appearance at bat today, he drove a home run over Medwick's head, scoring Gehrig ahead of him for the first two American League runs. Here he is up at the plate now, facing Schumacher. That homer was hit off of Walker. Now to wind up in the first pitch. Fox swings hard and misses. Boy, he went around on that one, trying to give it a ride. Jimmy Fox, powerhouse of the Philadelphia Athletics. 
Here's the windup of the next pitch. It's a fastball over the outside corner at the knee. It's called strike two. Schumacher of the National League is just blazing him in out there now. Nobody on the bases. Nobody out in the last half of the fourth. Here's the next pitch to Fox. He started to swing, but he pulled his bat, and the ball broke outside at the knee, and it's called a ball. Fox started to go after that fastball, but it broke outside, and the count is one and two. Billy Herman is playing way back on the grass. The second base for Fox. Here's the next pitch, and it's in low and in close, almost into the dirt. Makes it ball two and strike two for Jimmy. The foul line, the outfield is shifted pretty far around to the left with Medwick playing real deep. Here's the next pitch. Fox takes one right down the middle and he's out on strike. It is a fastball right over the heart of the plate. Fox is out on strike. National Leaguers take it around the infield from third to short to second to first and back to the pitcher. Now the next man to come up, a right-handed hitter. It's Bob Johnson, the left fielder. He slide out to Melot the first time up. Starting now in the last half of the fourth inning with one gone. Here's the pitch to Bob, and he swings hard and fouls the ball back into the screen. Strike one. Still cloudy out here, but it's clearing up nicely. Not warm, not too cool. It's very pleasant. Bill Terry came over to the edge of the grass to say something to Schumacher. Now he goes back to his position at first. Count it strike one on Johnson. Here's the next pitch. He hits a long foul. Way back there to the right and up into the upper deck, back of first base. And it's strike two. Johnson is a right-handed hitter. Now the new ball is tossed into the game and Wilson tosses it down to Pepper Martin at third. Who proceeds to give the ball a good roughing up. Let some of the shine off it. American League batting in the last half of the fourth. Nobody on the bases. One out. And they're leading three to one. Schumacher, right-hander, is getting his sign again. Starts his wind-up. Here's the next pitch. Johnson swings and misses. Striking out. Johnson swung at a slow curve in around his knees and struck out. National Leaguers take it around the infield again. That's two gone. Here's Al Simmons up. Al Simmons is batting. He's a right-handed hitter. Schumacher looks him over carefully. Al struck out the first time up today. That was against Walker. First pitch is inside. It's very close to Simmons and backs him away. Ball one. Here comes the next pitch to Simmons and he hits a foul ball. Back of the plate. It's ball one and strike one for Al. Jimmy Wilson picks the ball up, looks it over. The umpire says it's okay. And Wilson takes it back to Hal Schumacher. Hal Simmons is batting with two outs and nobody on the bases in the last half of the fourth inning. Here's the windup in the next pitch. A fastball and Al swings hard and misses. Gee, he certainly did burn that one in there. It's ball one and strike two. Hal Schumacher has cannonball speed out there today and he certainly is blazing that ball in. Here's the wind-up in the next pitch. There's the ground ball past the pitcher. Short stop in third base and both after. Pepper Martin gets the ball over to first base. Throws the ball away. Al Simmons is on his way to second base. Terry picks the ball up. Gets it back into the infield. But Al is at second base safely. 
hit and an error. A hit and an error. A hit for Simmons with a slow roller past the pitcher. To the third base side of the pitcher's box. A short stop in the third base from both went for the ball. Vaughn and Martin. Martin picked up the ball and threw the ball over Terry's head. Al Simmons gets the hit. And Martin draws an error. for Pepper Martin. That's the first error of the ball game. It puts Al Simmons on second base, and the next man to come up is the catcher, Raleigh Hensley. He tripled over Medwick's head the, left, the first time up. Now he's batting with two gone, and Al Simmons on second. Al Schumacher takes a look around and sees that everybody's in place. Hensley batting. First pitch to Raleigh is too high at the ball. Ball one. Left fielder of the National League, Medwick, moves over, playing over close to the foul line. Berger in center field is playing in left center, and Mellot in right field is playing in right fielder's regular position. Here's the next pitch. He swings and hits one right in front of the plate. The catcher picks it up. Tags Hensley, who stood at the plate, and he's out. Retiring the side. Raleigh Hemsley bounced one right in front of the plate. He didn't run. He thought it was foul. The catcher picked it up and tagged him, and he's out, retiring the side, and Al Simmons is left on the base. Well, at the end of the fourth inning, now the game is going into the first half of the fifth inning. Raleigh Hemsley thought that ball was foul. Wilson picked it up right in front of the plate and tagged him. And the umpire says, you're out, and Al Simmons is left on the base. At the end of the fourth inning, the score of the All-Star Game at Cleveland, Ohio, is the American League 3, the National League 1. Each of a ball game out here today, and it's still anybody's ball game with anything likely to happen at any time because of the great hitters on both sides. Now we're going to pause briefly for station identification. This is Bob Elson giving you the play-by-play description of the All-Star Game from Cleveland, Ohio. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGM, the Chicago Tribune Station on the Drake Hotel. Now we're going into the first half of the fifth inning. Gomez out there on the mound. Left-hander. Out there at the right field bullpen, Mel Harder is warming up. The first man to bat for the National League is the catcher, Jimmy Wilson. Right-handed hitter. He bounced out to Geringer the first time up. He's batting now to start the fifth. Nobody out, nobody on. First pitch is way over his head, and Dolly Hensley has to jump up and outside for it. Gomez, the pitcher. Fastball right over the plate and it's called a strike. Makes it ball one and strike one for Wilson. National League trailing by two runs. He's at bat here in the first half of the fifth inning. Gomez is getting his sign again. Here's the wind up in the next pitch. He bunts it down the third baseline. It's a beauty. Oh, it's going foul now as the third baseman Fox comes in fast. It was a bunt, a slow roller down the third baseline, just about a half a foot fair, and it was rolling along the line, and Fox saw that he didn't have a chance of getting the man. He left the ball roll, and it went foul. It's a foul strike, and the count is one and two. Here's Wilson coming back to the plate.
Gomez is waiting for Wilson to get back to the plate. Up in there now, a right-hander to there. Gomez has pitched all the way to the American League. The National League has used Walker and Schumacher. Here's the pitch, and he hits a long fly back into left center field. Johnson is going back. He's over. He's under it. And he has the ball for the first out. Wilson slammed a long fly ball into left center field. Bob Johnson went over fast, got under it, and pulled it down for the first out. One gone. Now the next man to come up is the pitcher, Hal Schumacher. Schumacher's getting a nice hand from the crowd. Pitch, he swings hard and misses for a strike. Strike one. Right-handed hitter up at the plate. Comes the next pitch to Schumacher. It's a curveball inside. He started to go for it, but stopped, and it's a ball. Broke in very low. Ball one and strike one. This is the third annual All-Star Game. Being played this year in the great stadium at Cleveland, Ohio. A fastball right over the plate, and Schumacher took a big swing and missed it. It's ball one and strike two now for Hal. Gomez moves his left foot across the rubber out there. Now he starts his wind-up again. Here's the next pitch. It's a curveball. He hits him hard. Down on the ground to Cronin. Big bounce. Gets it over to first base, and he's out. Cronin to Gehrig. Ball took a big bounce. Cronin came up with it and threw him out on a nice play. Two gone. Now the top of the batting order with Pepper Martin coming up the plate. Martin has been up twice. He singled the left field the first time, and the second time he struck out. Here's the wind-up by Gomez in the first pitch. It's outside. There's that tantalizing slow ball again. Pepper looked it over, and the crowd roared. Nobody on the bases and two outs. There's a hard hit foul fly way down the right field line. Right fielder coming over fast but can't get it. Bosnick made a nice fly for the ball, but he couldn't get to it. A new ball is tossed back in around the American League infield. And Pepper Martin, who was on his way down to first base, is coming back to the plate. Pepper Martin. We've made plenty of baseball history with the St. Louis Cards. Third baseman of the National League All-Star team this year. He's a fellow who's in there hustling all the time. Right-handed batter in the count is one and one. There's two out here in the first half of the fifth. American League leading three to one. Fastball up around his neck. Pepper swung hard and fell down, and it's ball one and strike two. One and two now for Pepper Martin. American Leaguers talk it up out there in the infield. Here comes the wind-up in the next pitch. It's outside and high for a ball. Makes it two and two for Pepper. Next man to come up will be Archie Vaughn. He's kneeling off here to the left, a little bit to the left of the plate. Here comes the wind-up in the next pitch. It's a fastball low for a ball. Ball one. The American League has the dugout behind first base, and the National League has the dugout behind third. Ball three and strike two is the count. Here's the next pitch. He swings hard, and he missed it, striking out. Pepper Martin swung at a fastball, shoulder high, and he struck out for the second time. At the end of the first half of the fifth inning, three up and three down, no runs, no hits, and no errors. Now the game is going into the last half of the fifth inning, 
National League is going on to the field, and the American League is coming to bat. Al Schumacher is just walking into the pitcher's circle. Jimmy Wilson is just adjusting his mask as he comes up toward the plate. Del Baker is crossing the plate, going down the third baseline to coach his third. Joe Cronin coming up toward the plate, swinging a couple of bats. Top of the fifth inning of the All-Star Game at Cleveland with the score American League three, the National League one. American League scored two in the first and one in the second. National League scored one in the fourth. There's a conference over in the American League dugout now. They're still conferring over at the American League dugout. Right now, Joe Conan is talking to Roger Hornsby, one of the American League coaches. Roger has a big grin on his face, and he's talking to Joe. Conan went over to the American League dugout to talk to manager Mickey Cochran. Hornsby also went over there, and they held a short conference, and now Conan is coming back toward the plate, swinging two light fats colored bats. Joe Cronin will be the first man up in the last half of the fifth inning. Score American League 3, the National League 1. Now there's a slight delay here. Two of the umpires have uh, disappeared. Umpires are just waiting for the umpires to come back. Now Schumacher's out there on the mound, whipping over a few to the catcher. Joe Conan is standing off there to the left side of the plate. We're starting the last half of the fifth. So far, the American League total in the first inning, two runs and one hit. In the second inning, one run and one hit. In the third, no runs and no hits. And in the fourth, no runs and one hit. The National League total for five innings. The first inning, no runs and one hit. The second, no runs and no hits. The third, the same. The fourth, one run and two hits. And the fifth, no runs and no hits. For the National League, Pepper Martin has made one hit. Bill Terry has made one. And Archie Vaughn has made one. They have a total so far of three hits. For the American League, Jimmy Fox has made one, a home run. Al Simmons has made one. And Raleigh Hensley has made one, a three-bagger. A long smash over the left fielder's head. So the totals, as the game goes into the last half of the fifth inning, the American League has three runs and three hits. The National League has one run and three hits. This complete double-deck stand is completely jammed out here in Cleveland today. There are a few vacant spots way out there in center field in the upper 
cheer of the center field bleachers. But the grandstand, a double-deck deep affair all the way around from right center field down here, down the right field line to the plate, and then along the left field line and cutting back again off into left center field uh, is completely jammed. I don't think there's... I don't think that there's a seat to be had. The delay is because the... Uh, they're going to change umpires now with half of the game over. And the umpires are changing their equipment. Boys, you know where the, the umpire back of the plate wears his chest protector buckled on under his coat, and he's taking a little time and going back up into the room to get all set to go back of the plate. One of the National League umpires will come uh, down here behind the plate, and the American League umpires will be out there on the bases when play is resumed here in the last half of the fifth inning. The American League was behind the plate and at second for the first half of the game, and the National League was at first and third. Now they're just going to change positions, and the National League will be behind the plate and out of second base, and the American League will be at first and third. Now the crowd doesn't like the delay. Well, here's umpire Major Kirk. He went back in. Now he's coming out. Sort of bulgy now with that chest protector under his coat. Two and strike two. 
Foggy made up his mind a little bit late to swing at that one. Schumacher's getting his sign again from Wilson. Here's the next pitch. A fastball. He hits it on the ground after the shortstop. Going in fast. On the ball. Gets it over to first base. And he's out for the second out. On the third. Top of the batting order. Here's Joe Bosnick, hometown boy. Playing in right field up at the plate. Bosnick bounced out the first time to the second baseman. The second time he bounced out to the pitcher. And now the crowd is pulling for him to hit one. Schumacher looks him over carefully. The score is 3-1 to one in favor of the American League in the last half of the fifth. Fastball right over the outside corner, knee high. Call strike on Joe. Dell Baker coaching at third. Rogers Hornsby over at first. Schumacher starting his wind up again. Here's the next pitch. It's outside and low. A ball and the count is one and one for Joe. He wears number six in the back of his white uniform. Pitch is getting his sign again. Starts his wind up. Here's the next pitch and there's a hit. Get the ball back into the infield in a hurry, and Vosnick is content with the single. Millot got over fast for that ball, and it hit just past the first baseman between first and second, out into right field. Ott picked up the ball and got it into the infield fast, and Vosnick stays at first. It's a single. He's on first base with two off, and Geringer comes up. Left-handed batter. First pitch is right over the plate for a call slide. Geringer walked the first time and bounced out the second time. He's batting for the third time now with a teammate on first base and two gone in the last half of the fifth. Osmick increasing his lead. Schumacher watches him over. He throws the ball over to first base and he's back in the bag in a hurry. Left-handed hitter up at the plate, Charlie Geringer, the second baseman. The outfield moves around a little bit to the right. Schumacher's getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch. Carringer swings at the ground ball to the right of Terry. Second baseman, Billy Hammond, goes along in the right field. And the runner, Bosnick, coming around the third base, falls down between second and third, but gets up, covers the skirt, and gets the third base safely. It's called a hit. It was a hit by Geringer. A ball that just hugged the ground, hit pretty hard between first and second. Bill Terry couldn't reach it, and Billy Herman came over fast, running toward first base back on the grass. Made a great try for the ball, but he couldn't stop it. And the American League has runners on first and third. Runners on first and third with two gone, and the next man to come up is Columbia Lou Gehrig. Here's Gehrig up, a left-handed batter. He hit into a fourth play the first time, and the second time he bounced out to Billy Herman. He's batting now with two gone in the last half of the fifth inning, and runners on first and third. First pitch is low for a ball. Ball one. Great crowd seeing a great game out here today in Cleveland. Pitch is getting his sign. Draws his arms up in front of him. Here comes the next pitch to Gehrig. It's a fastball low into the dirt. Wilson went down to stop that one. It's ball two now for Lou. Al Schumacher is the second pitcher for the National League. Walker started. Gomez has pitched all the way for the American League. Again, the pitcher's getting his sign. 
Keeps an eye on the runners on first and third. Here's the next pitch to Gehrig, and Gehrig swings and misses. It's a curveball in close at the knee, and the count is called two and strike one. Two and National League is out there on the infield, talk it up. Shout words of encouragement to Schumacher. The American League has runners on first and third with two gone. Here's the next pitch to Gehrig. Fastball, it's low for a third ball, and the count is three and one. Next man to come up will be Jimmy Fox. Man on first and a man on third. Gehrig batting with a count, ball three and strike one. Pitch is getting his sign again. Here's the next one, and it's outside. Ball four, filling the bases. So Gehrig gets a pass, filling the bases, and it brings up Jimmy Fox. Getting a big hand from the crowd. Fox hit a home run the first time. The second time he struck out. The right-handed hitter. He's up in the batter's box now with American League runners on first, second, and third. Three men on the base. Two out. Bill Terry comes over to talk to Schumacher. The outfielders move around a little bit to the left. Berger's playing deep in left center. Three men on. Jimmy Fox up at the plate. He's made one hit today, a home run. Here's the wind up on the pitch. Swings hard the first one and misses for a strike. Fox swung at a fastball right over the plate, waist high, and missed it. Strike one. National Leaguers talk it up out there. Here's the next pitch. It's a fastball right across his knees. A beauty of strike two called on Fox. National League is warming up Derringer in the bullpen in left field. Gabby Hartnett of the Cubs is out there catching him. Two strikes on Fox. The bases are filled. Here's the next pitch, and it's outside a ball. Trying to make him go after a bad one. Schumacher tried one outside in low. Jimmy refused to go after it, and the count is ball one in strike two. The bases are filled. There's two out. It's the last half of the fifth inning, and the American League is leading by a score of three to one. He's winding up again. Here's the next pitch. Outside and low, and Wilson has to down in the dirt. It's a nice stop. That was a wild pitch. Way outside and low, and the catcher had to dive down and out to the right to get the ball, and he came up with it, and the count is two and two. Nice work by Wilson. Martin, Archie Vaughn, Billy Herman, and Terry talking it up out there. Schumacher has a count of two and two on Fox, batting with the bases filled. Here comes the next pitch. He hits the ground ball through the box. Pitch is going back to get it. Bases first. He beat it out for the hit. It was a ground ball right through the box. The pitcher slowed it down. Pepper Martin came running over to pick up the ball, but by the time he got to it, he wasn't able to make a play any place, and it's a hit. It scored the run. And the American League is leading four to one. That was a hard smash on the ground, right back at Schumacher. It just seemed to sort of handcuff him, and the ball got away. It rolled a few feet behind him. Pepper Martin came over fast to pick up the ball, but it was too late to make a play. The bases are still filled, and a run scored. The bases are filled. Bosnick scored. Geringer is on second, Gehrig is, or rather, Geringer is on third, Gehrig is on second, Fox is on first, and Bob Johnson, the left fielder, is up. 
pitches right over the plate for a call strike. Strike one. Johnson has been up twice. He tried out the first time, and the second time he struck out. Three men on the bases. Next pitch is in low and outside for a ball. Ball one and strike one. American League batting in the last half of the fifth. Two gone and one run in, and they're leading now by a score of four to one. Here's the next pitch. Outside, just a little bit outside of the knee, makes it ball two and strike one for Johnson. He's the left fielder of the American League team. National Leaguers are warming up Derringer, the great pitcher of the Cincinnati Reds. Down there along the left field line. Three men on. Schumacher's taking his time, getting ready out there again. Here's the next pitch to Johnson, and it's a fast ball over the outside corner. Waist high for a call strike, and the count is two and two. Ball two and strike two. Schumacher stands on the mound, draws his arms up over his head. He's ready. Here's the pitch. Fast ball. He struck out. He was right over the plate, in there around his knees, and Johnson took a hard swing at the ball and missed it, striking out, and three men are left on the base. At the end of the fifth inning, the American League made one run, there were three hits, and there were no errors. The hits that inning were by Bosnick, by Geringer, and by Fox. There's also a pass in that inning to Gary. All the action that time was after two outs. At the end of the fifth inning, and now we're going into the first half of the sixth inning of this all-star game at Cleveland, Ohio. Being played before one of the greatest crowds ever to see a ball game of over 80,000 people. The American League is leading the National League by a score of 4-1 to one as the game goes into the first half of the sixth. Here's Archie Vaughn, the great shortstop of the National League, coming up to the plate. Made one hit today and two times at bat. Archie Vaughn up at the plate. First pitch is a slow ball, way outside and low for a ball. Gomez still out there in the mound for the American League. This is getting his sign again. Here comes the next one, the Vaughn. Fast ball outside at the knee. Ball two for Rocky. Gomez is starting his wind up. Here's the next pitch. The fast ball inside and back falling away from the plate. It's ball three. One of the greatest natural hitters in baseball today. Archie Vaughn, the shortstop of the National League team, is up at the plate. Putty on and nobody out. It's the first half of the sixth. Gomez is ready. Here's the next pitch. Ball four. He threw that one away. Back to the screen. Vaughn is on first base. Now the next man to come up is Mel Ott, the right fielder. Ott bounced out the first time, and the second time hit an infield fly. Mickey Cochran is leaning out of the American League dugout, looking out toward the right field bullpen, where Mel Harder of Cleveland is warming up. The first pitch to Ott, he hits foul into the upper deck. Strike one. There's that familiar stance of his down at the plate. When he gets ready to swing the old left foot up into the air and bang. Get that one foul. A man on 
first and nobody out. Here's the next pitch. It's a slow ball inside. High and backs him away from the plate. It's ball one and strike one. Pitcher's getting ready again. Here's the next one. He swings hard at the fastball inside and high. And it's ball one and strike two. strike two, the left hand hitter up. Archie Vaughn edging off a of first. The next pitch is outside. A ball makes it two and two for Ott. His batting average this year is 324. A left-handed hitter. Right up there in the home run parade. Next pitch, he hits hard. A fly ball into right center. Al Simmons is over. He's under it. And he has the ball for the first shot. Millot hit a fly ball into right center field and Al Simmons takes it for the first shot. One gone. Next man to come up is Medwick. Medwick up at the plate, a right-handed batter. He struck out the first time, and he walked the second time. Batting now with the teammate on first. Right one, the first one. Came in close, just below the shoulder, and he swung hard and missed it. Gunner is edging off a of first base. Here's the next pitch. Low and in close for a ball. That was a fastball. Right in close to Medwick. Gray and red uniform of a St. Louis Cardinal. Here's the next pitch. There's a high foul going up into the upper deck back of first. And the count is ball one and strike two for Medwick. Man on first base, Archie Vaughn. One gone in the first half of the sixth. The score, the American League four, the National League one. Next pitch. Comes in very close. Backs out of the way. Not a two and two on Medwick. The umpire Major Kirk wants to look over the ball. He calls to Gomez who throws the ball in to Major Kirk and then he okays it and throws it back. A runner on first base and a count of two and two on Medwick. Pitch is getting his sign again. Here's the next one. Inside, too close for a ball. Makes it ball three. Three and two now. American leaguers talk it up out there in the infield. Again, Gomez is getting a sign. There goes the runner down on hit and run play, and the batter fouls it on the ground back of the plate. And Vaughn is coming back from second to first. It was the old hit and run that time. The runner starting for second base with the pitch, and Medwick swung hard and fouled it. The count is still three and two. One gone. Gomez looks down at the catcher, Raleigh Hemsley, getting his sign. He throws the ball over to first base, trying to pick Vaughn off, but he jumps back out of the bag safely. Fox third, Cronin short, Geringer second, Gehrig first. Here's the next pitch. There's a high foul, which is coming up here into the upper deck, off a little bit to our left. Another scramble for a baseball souvenir. Vaughn, who was on his way to second, is again back at first. Three and two count on Medwick, a man on first base. Here's the pitch. There he goes down again. There's a high fly into right field. Bosnick is under it and should get it easily. He has it for the second out. Medwick hit a high fly into right field, which is taken by Bosnick. He moved only just a foot or two out there to get under it, and there's two gone. Next man to come up is Bill Terry. 
He's been up twice and has made one hit. Terry fired out to left field the first time. The second time, flashed a hit into center field to drive in a run. Here's the first pitch. A little bit outside the waist for a ball. Ball one. Gomez has pitched all the way for the American League. Walker and Schumacher have handled the pitching for the National. The American League is leading by a score of 4-1. to one. The National League is at that in the first half of the sixth. Next pitch is Lowe inside for a ball. Makes it ball two for Bill. Next man to come up will be Wally Berger. This is getting ready again. Here's the next one. He hits the ground ball back at the pitcher. He puts his glove up but can't get it. But the ball goes right out through the box towards second base and Geringer picks it up on second base and forces Vaughn to retire the side. It was a ground ball which the pitcher slowed up, but not enough to prevent the ball from keeping right on going out towards second. Charlie Geringer picks it up, steps on second base, and Vaughn is out coming down from first to second to retire the side. At the end of the first half of the sixth inning, no runs and no hits. With one pass in that first half of the sixth inning. Now the game is going into the last half of the sixth. Rip Collins of St. Louis is going to play first base now in place of Bill Terry. Rip Collins of St. Louis is going to first base in place of Terry. A great fielder and a great hitter. Breaking in in the all-star lineup now of the National League at first base in place of Bill Terry. First man to bat for the American League in the last half of the sixth inning is the center fielder Al Simmons. He's been up twice and has made one hit, an infield hit. American League 4, the National League 1, as we go into the last half of the sixth. Here's Al Simmons up. Al Schumacher gets ready. Here's the first pitch. Al swung at a fastball up around his neck and missed it. Strike one. Right-handed hitter. Schumacher's getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch to Simmons. It's a fastball right over the outside corner. Waist high, and it's two strikes now for Al. Nobody on and nobody out in the last half of the sixth. National Leaguers talk it up out there in the infield. Simmons takes one low and outside for a ball. Makes it ball one and strike two for Al. Schumacher roughs the ball around in his hands a bit, getting some of the shine off it. Strike three. Al Simmons swung all the way around and missed the ball, striking out. Al Simmons struck out for the second time today, starting the last half of the sixth. Now the next man to come up is the American League catcher, Raleigh Hemsley. Raleigh Hemsley's been up twice. He's tripled the first time. Second time he struck out. Here's the first pitch. He hits a high fly just back of first base. Collins is backing up. Backing up. He's under it, and he has it for the second out. Raleigh Hemsley hit a high pop fly. Just back on the grass behind first base. Collins backed up. Billy Herman came over alongside of him, and Collins took the ball for the second out. Two gone. Next man to come up is Joe Conan. Conan has been up twice. He fired out the center field the first time, and he struck out the second time. Schumacher getting ready to pitch to him. There's a hard hit ball way out into right center field. Bosnick, or rather, Ott is going over fast. He's under it, and he has the ball to retire the side. 
Cronin at a high fly into right center field. Mellott went over fast and pulled it down to retire the side. And it's three up and three down. No runs, no hits, and no errors. The score at the end of six innings. In the all-star game between the Stars of the National League and the Stars of the American League, this game being played in the huge municipal stadium at Cleveland, Ohio, is the American League 4, the National League 1. We pause now for station identification. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGM, the Chicago Tribune station, on the Drake Hotel. Seventh inning. Mel Harder. Star pitcher of the Cleveland team is coming out there in the mound and getting a big hand from the crowd. Mel Harder, a right-hander, coming in to do the pitching now for the American League. Harder has won 12 games this year and has been defeated four times. He's a slender right-hander who stands about six feet tall. Gomez hit six innings of baseball out here today. He allowed the National League one run, just three hits. He issued two passes, and he struck out four in six innings. Now Mel Harder taking over the pitching duties for the American League as the National League comes to bat in the first half of the seventh inning with the American League leading four to one. Moore of New York is coming to bat. Great left fielder of the New York Giants is coming up now. Slim fellow and a great hitter. He's one of the unsung heroes of baseball. Plays bang-up baseball for the New York Giants out there every day. First pitch is right over. A call strike for Joe. Harder, a right-hander, is pitching. Joe is not the sensational type of player that's in the public eye so much, but he's a real steady first-rate performer. A great player. Here's the wind-up in the next pitch for Joe Moore. Inside and in close for a ball. Makes it one and one. He's batting for Wally Berger in the first half of the seventh. Mel Harder is pitching. Harder gets the sign again from Raleigh Hemsley. Next pitch and Moore hits a fly ball into center field. Al Simmons is under it, waiting for it, and he has it for the first out. Moore hit a fly ball into center field, which is taken by Al Simmons for the first out. One gone. Next man to come up is the second baseman, Billy Herman. The outfield moves around out of the right for Billy. Number two in the back of his gray uniform. Here comes the wind-up on the first pitch to Bill. The ball hits his bat as he tried to back away. Goes out to the pitcher, and he's an easy out. Harder to Gary. Billy Herman tried to back away from a pitch inside and high. The ball hit his bat and rolled out toward the pitcher, and Harder threw him out. Harder to Gary. Two gone. Billy Herman was up three times today without a hit. Here's the catcher, Wilson, up now. He's been up twice, bounced out the first time, and slide out the second time. He's batting with two gone in the first half of the seventh inning. First pitch is a strike. Fastball right over the plate. Strike one is called. 
National League has made just one run and three hits so far in this game. Next pitch is low and outside for a ball. Makes it ball one and strike one. Nobody on the bases and two gone in the first half of the seventh. Boys talk it up out there in the infield. Here's the wind up in the next pitch. There's a fly ball down the right field line. I don't think anybody can get to it. It's dropping for a hit. Wilson is rounding first base on his way to second. Here's the throw from Bosnick, and he's safe at second. It's a two-base hit. Fly ball down the right field line and hit in short right field about five feet. Fair, just inside the right field foul line. Lou Gehrig, the first baseman, and the right fielder Bosnick chased the ball. Bosnick picked it up, got it back into the infield, and it's a two-base hit for Wilson. coming out to bat for the pitcher. Paul Wainer, the great outfielder of the Pittsburgh Pirates, is coming up to the plate to bat for the pitcher. Paul Wainer, a left-handed hitter and one of the greatest hitters in the National League. Score is 4-1 to in favor of the American League. National League is batting in the first half of the seventh. There's the announcement through the public address system. Paul Wainer batting for Schumacher. Here's a runner going out for Wilson. Whitehead of St. Louis, Burgess Whitehead, is going out to run for Wilson. Burgess Whitehead is running for Wilson. He's out on the bag. At second, he's been playing second base for the St. Louis Cardinals, you know. Frankie Frisch has been laid up with an injury. Here's the announcement now on Whitehead. There it is. Whitehead from St. Louis running for Wilson. A man on second and two gone and Paul Wainer up. Carter's getting his sign. First pitch to Paul is in low and close for a ball. Ball one. Paul Wainer batting. His batting average today. Right up around 300. Man on second base and two goal. The next pitch to Paul is a strike right in across his knees. The count is ball one and strike one. One and one. Whitehead on second base is taking a long lead off. Here's the next pitch from Harder. Wainer swings and misses. Ball one and strike two. He swung at a fastball right in across his waist and missed it. And the count is one and two. Again, Harder gets the sign. Looks down at Raleigh Hemsley. Whitehead extending his lead. A long lead off of second base. Now the pitcher's ready. Here it is. He hit the ground ball between first and second. Geringer's over fast. Gets the ball over to Gehrig. Wainer is out. Retiring the side. And Whitehead is left on the base. At the end of the first half of the seventh inning, the National League no runs and one hit. No runs and one hit. Paul Wainer batted the pitcher. Paul Derringer is coming in now from the bullpen left field. Star pitcher, right-hander of the Cincinnati Reds. Walking in from the left field bullpen. Derringer's won 11 games and lost 7 this year for Cincinnati. You remember he started his major league career in the National League with the St. Louis Cardinals. Al Schumacher allowed four hits. He issued one pass, and he struck out five in five innings. 
Al Schumacher's record. He allowed four hits. In, that's in four innings, rather. One pass, and he struck out five. Paul Derringer is coming in to handle the pitching now for the National League as the game goes into the last half of the seventh inning, and the American League is leading by a score of four to one. Great crowd standing here in the stadium in Cleveland for a bit of a seventh inning stretch. The National League is on the field, pegging the ball around the infield. Rip Collins is playing first now. Billy Herman, you know, is at second. Archie Vaughn is at short. Pepper Martin is at third. a bit of a bronx cheer when he inadvertently said that the pitcher was from New York called Derringer but it's all in fun and he corrects himself and says that he's from Cincinnati Paul Derringer the right-hander is doing the pitching Gabby Hartnett the great catcher of the Cubs is back on the plate Derringer and Hartnett is the new National League batter here's Harder up at the plate batting right-handed first pitch he swings out of the fastball right up around his neck strike one American League leading by a score of 4-1. to one. The game is in the last half of the seventh inning. Carter is the first man up. There's nobody on and nobody out. Derringer's winding up again. Here comes the next pitch. It's a strike right across his knees over the outside corner, and it's called strike two. Derringer wipes his hands across the front of his uniform. Derringer's a tall fellow, stands about six feet two. He's winding up. Here's the next pitch to Harder. And he swings at a fastball and strikes out. Derringer struck out harder to start the last half of the seventh. Here's Joe Bosnick. Been up three times and has made one hit. Single to right the last time up. Bosnick batting. He's the regular left fielder for the Cleveland Club. Batting 342 this year. Derringer's ready to pitch to him, the first one. And it's a strike, shoulder high over the outside corner. Strike one is called. Archie Vaughn, the shortstop, and Billy Herman, the second baseman, playing back for this fellow. He hits that ball hard. Next pitch, a fastball, a little bit outside, and it's ball one and strike one. Gabby Hartnett is catching, and Derringer is pitching. Out in the last half of the seventh. Ball gets a sign again from Gabby. They come to wind up in the next pitch. He fouls it right over near the American League dugout. Hits in the front of the railing and several of the customers in the front row lean over, try to pick up the ball, and two of them lose their straw hat. Crowd gets a laugh. Jimmy Fox did a home run today, you know, in the first inning with a man on. Osmey gets the ground ball back at Billy Herman. He comes in fast, gets it on a big bounce over to first base, and he's out. Billy Herman to Collins. One gone, or rather two gone. Next man to come up is Charlie Geringer. He walked the first time. He bounced out the second time, and the third time he singled to right. He's up now for the fourth time with two gone in the last half of the seventh. Paul Geringer's getting his sign. 
Here's the wind up on the pitch. He swings hard at the fastball inside at the waist and tips it tall. Strike one. Another new ball is tossed out to Derringer and he takes his glove off. Picks up the rosin bag. Dries his hands off fairly and now proceeds to rub the ball up a bit. Here's the wind up for the next pitch. It's a fastball and he hits a long foul into the lower boxes down the left field line. Pepper Martin starts to go back there fast. Sees that he hasn't a chance for the ball and now comes back to third. It's two strikes for Charlie Geringer. Batting with two gone and nobody on the bases. Pitch is getting inside again. There's the wind up and here's the next pitch. It's a fastball and he hits it right up this way. Just dropped here below us. Two strikes. Well, I almost had a souvenir myself as I'd come just a little bit closer. Here comes the wind up in the next pitch. Breaks in a little bit low. And it's a ball. Left hand hitter, Geringer batting. Ball one and strike two for Charlie. The vendors of various refreshments are singing their way up and down the aisles. Comes the wind up in the next pitch now to Geringer. The fastball and he bounces it way down the right field line, but foul into the box. Geringer hit that ball hard, but foul down the right field line. Another new ball is tossed out to Geringer. Geringer is the batter. Geringer's getting his sign again. Here comes the wind-up in the next pitch. Fastball, and he hits it foul up into the upper deck, back a third. Ball one, strike two. One of the boys down there in the field brings a new supply of baseballs up to umpire Major Kirst. filling the pockets of his blue serge suit now. One and two is the count on Charlie. Here's the wind-up again in the next pitch. Ball and he fouls it back of the plate into the screen this time and the count is still one and two. Nobody on the bases, two gone in the last half of the seventh inning. The American League leading by a score of four to one. The all-star game being played in Cleveland, Ohio, here on the shores of Lake Erie, in this giant stadium. Here's the wind-up in the next pitch. A slow ball and Geringer hits it high into the air. First baseman of the liner jumped up and tried to get it, but he couldn't have rolled past him into right field, and Geringer is at second base. It was a liner right over the first baseman's head. Collins leaped into the air, touched the ball with his glove and slowed it down a bit. He rolled out into right field, and it's a two-base hit. Geringer kept right on going to second base. Collins slowed the ball up so much that he had to chase it and get the ball. He got it before Melot got in. But the man on second base was two out now, and the next man to come up is Lou Gehrig. The second hit for Geringer today. Now the next man to come up is Lou Gehring. Man on second and two gone. First pitch is a strike call. Jimmy Fox and Geringer have each made two hits today. Paul Geringer's getting his sign. Here's the next one to Gehring. Inside, a little bit close. Ball one and strike one. One and one. National League team talks it up out there in the infield. The American League is leading by a score of four to one. 
Paul Derringer's getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch to Gehrig. Fastball inside and back slow away from the plate to keep from being hit. And the count is ball two and strike one. Dolly Gehringer out on second. Gehringer gets the sign again. Here's the next pitch to Gehrig. And he hits a long fly way back in the right center field. The center fielder Moore is going back fast and he grabs the ball to retire the side. Lou Gehrig slammed one way out into right center field. And Moore, who you remember, batted for Berger last inning and then went into center field, goes back very fast and pulls the ball down to retire the side. One man is left on the bases, no runs, and one hit. to over 400 feet, about 425 feet way out in the right center field, and it's pulled down by Joe Moore to retire the side. No runs in one hit. Moore's getting a nice hand from the crowd as he comes in along past third base toward the National League dugout. Great Jerome Dizzy Dean is starting to warm up in the bullpen in left field. Going into the first half of the eighth inning, and the first man to bat for the National League is Kapamaz. Dean is getting a big hand from the crowd out there along the left field foul line. Famous pitcher of the St. Louis Cardinals getting a big hand from the crowd. Scores the American League four, the National League one, and we're going into the first half of the eighth inning. Mel Harder is pitching for the American League, and Kapamaz, the third baseman, is going to be the first man up. Mel Harder, slim right-hander, out there on the mound. Dizzy Dean was warming up, standing over the left field foul line in fair territory, and umpire Ormsby motions to him to get over the line, back into foul territory, and off the playing field proper. He's ready to pepper. He's made one hit today, and the first pitch of the strike, right over the plate, is called. Martin singled the first time up, and then struck out the next two times at bat. Dolly Dressen is coaching down here at third. Dolly Grimm of the Cubs is over to first. Here's the wind-up in the next pitch to Pepper. He hits the ground ball out toward the shortstop. Joe Corman's in fast on the ball, gets it over to first base, and he's out at first base on a close play, and boy, how he can run. Joe Corman to Gehrig, and Martin is out at first. Now the next man to come up is the shortstop, Archie Vaughn. Slide out to left field the first time. Second time he doubled into right center. And the third time he walked. Starting now with one gone in the first half of the eighth. Mel Harder's getting his sign. Here's the pitch and it's in low and in close. Forces the left-hand hitter away from the plate. Ball one. Always talking up out there in the infield. Lots of pepper on both sides today. Here comes the next pitch. Fastball, he hits it hard to the ground out to Cronin. He's up with the ball. There it goes over to first base, and he's out on a close play. That was real close at first base. The play went from Cronin to Gary. Two gone. Next man to come up is Melot, the right fielder. The left-handed batter. Two out and nobody on the bases in the first half of the eighth. Both teams have plenty of the old hustle and the old fighting spirit out here today. Here's the wind-up in the pitch to Mel. Tosses the old left leg up a little bit. And that characteristic uh, 
Batting wave is up there at the plate, but he didn't swing at the ball. It was a little bit outside. Here comes the wind up in the next pitch. The slow ball and not cracked it hard. Way back, but foul down the right field line. That was a wallop way down the right field line, but it was foul. In the American League bullpen, schoolboy roll, the great pitcher of the Tigers, is warming up. Schoolboy Rowe and Lefty Grove are warming up in the bullpen. In the National League bullpen, Dizzy Dean is warming up. Next pitch to Mel, and he swings hard, misses the ball, and strikes out. Mel out went down on strike to retire the side. He swung at a fast inside around his knees and struck out at a three up and three down. No runs, no hits, and no errors. Now the American League team is coming off the field. The National League team is going onto the field from the third base side of the infield. And here comes Jerome Dizzy Dean. The game is going into the last half of the eighth inning, ladies and gentlemen, at Cleveland, Ohio. And Dean, Jerome Dizzy Dean, is coming in to pitch now for the National League All-Stars. Derringer pitched one inning. He allowed one hit, and he struck out one. Paul Derringer pitched just one inning, and now Dizzy Dean is coming in from the bullpen in left field. We're going to pause now for station identification. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGM, the Chicago Tribune station on the Drake Hotel. Going into the last half of the eighth inning, Dizzy Dean, the tall right-hander, out there on the mound, whipping over a few to the catcher. First man to face him will be Jimmy Fox. Dean has won 12 games and lost six this year for the Cardinals. He's one of the most colorful figures in baseball today. at times as far as temperament concerns, but no one can deny he's a great pitcher. Pepper Martin, teammate of the St. Louis Cardinals, comes over to talk to Diz, drops the ball up plenty for him, and then tosses it to him. Jimmy Fox, in the meantime, steps into the batter's box. Gabby Hartnett, the National League catcher, pulls his mask down over his face, gets down there back of the batter, and the last half of the eighth inning is underway. The score, the American League four, the National League one. First pitch to Fox is a fastball, low and outside. Ball one. Medwick in left field, Moore in center field, Mel out in right. Here's the wind up in the next pitch, and he swings hard as a fastball, waist high, and missed it. And the count is ball one and strike one. One and one. Dizzy Dean pitching for the National League now. In the last half of the eighth. Fox is the first man up. He's made two hits today. Next pitch is right down the middle. It's a tall strike. There was a beauty, and the count is one and two. Here's the next pitch. Outside for a ball. Fox did a home run the first time up. He struck out the second time, and the third time he singled off the pitcher's glove. Ball two and strike two for Fox. Diz is winding up again. Here's the next pitch. A fastball. It's high and outside. And it's ball three now. Three and two for Fox. National League infielders talk it up out there. 
Here comes the wind-up in the next pitch. Inside and high, and Fox gets the pass. Jimmy Fox draws a pass and starts the last half of the eighth inning. The next man to come up is the left fielder of the American League team, Bob Johnson of Philadelphia. Here he is up at the plate, right-handed batter. First, nobody out in the last half of the eighth inning, and a right-hand hitter up at the plate. First pitch inside, a little bit close there for the ball. Ball one. Del Baker coaching at third for the American League, and Rogers Hornsby at first. Talking it up, facing up and down in the boxes there. Here's the next pitch. Inside and low for a ball. Makes it ball two. Two and nothing now is the count for Johnson, batting with Fox on first. Dean gets his sign again. Here's the next pitch. Hit the ball inside and high. And the count is three and nothing. Rip Collins, the first baseman, comes over to talk to Diz. Gabby Harkins walks out in front of the plate, drops the ball up in his hands and says something to the pitcher. Collins is over now, standing in the pitcher's circle talking to Dean. Says he has his glove off and he rubs the ball around in his hands a bit. There's Collins going back to first. Fox is on first, remember. There's nobody out. It's the last half of the eighth. Johnson is up, and the American League is leading 4-1. to one. Here's the pitch. A strike over the inside corner, right above his knees, and the count is ball three and strike one. Johnson steps out of the batter's box, drives his hands off carefully. Now he's getting ready again. There's a foul ball on the ground down the right field line. Ball three and strike two. One of the fans jumped over the railing and got out of the field, grabbed that foul ball, and then over the railing into the box seat. He wanted a souvenir of this great game, and he, he has it now. This is getting his sign again. He turns and throws the ball over to first base, trying to pick the runner off, but he's back in the bag safely. Three and strike two. Another quick throw over to first base, and the runner hustles to get back on the bag. That was a quick throw by Dean, trying to pick Fox off of first base, but he's back on there safely. Jimmy's not taking a very long lead off. Dean has a count of three and two on Johnson. Here's the pitch. There goes the runner down. It's a foul. Hits down the first base line past the coach at first base, Hornsby, who stuck out his hand to try to stop the ball, but couldn't get it, and rolls along the right field line. Fox, who was on his way to second base, is now coming back to first. And the count is still three and two on Johnson. The American League gets that in the last half of the eighth. American League scored two in the first, one in the second, and one in the fifth. National League scored their one in the fourth. Dizzy takes a lot of time out there. Keeps watching the man on first base over his shoulder. And the batter gets impatient, so he steps out of the batter's box now to kill a little time on his own account. Nobody out of the man on first. The runner down, and he fouls another one up into the upper deck. Well, a lady caught that one. She gets a nice hand from the crowd up here. Right-handed hitter. Top of the plate, Bob Johnson, with a count of three and two on him. A man on first base and nobody out. 
Dizzy Dean is getting a sign. Here's the next pitch. A fastball, and he struck out. That was right in around his knees. A fastball right around his knees, and Johnson struck out for the first out. Brings up Al Simmons. Johnson has struck out three times today. He tried out the first time. He struck out the next three times. Here's Simmons up. He struck out the first time, singled the second time, and struck out the third time. first with one out and Al Simmons up at the plate. He's made one hit. Nine American League batters have gone down on strikes. The first pitch is inside and high. Nine American League batters have gone down on strikes. Dean keeps an eye on the run over on first base. Five National League batters have struck out. Simmons slams a long one down the right field line, but it's foul. Starts to tear for second base. Al Simmons got a hold of the ball and gave it a long ride down the right field line, but it goes foul into the boxes. And the count is one and one for Al. Dizzy Dean pulls with his belt, pulls his cap down firmly on his head, kicks the dirt around a bit out there in the pitcher circle. Now he's ready. Runner on first base is taking a short lead. The next pitchy, Simmons hits ball up into the upper deck to the right, and the count is one and two for Al. has made one hit today. The umpire back of the plate is calling for a new supply of baseballs. One of the bat boys brings them over to him. Dean has a count of one and two on Simmons. The next pitch, he hits hard way down the right field line. It's going back, back, back. It hits the wall in right field. Here's Fox coming around third base. Al Simmons pulls up at second. It's a double. Fox came around third base. Coach at third base, Del Baker, held him up. It's a two-base hit for Al Simmons right down the right field line. That's two hits for Al today. It was a double right down the right field line, and there are runners now on second and third. One gone. Next man to come up is the catcher, Raleigh Hemsley, and the National League infield draws in close with a possible play in view at the plate. Al Simmons hit a double off the right field fence. Raleigh Hemsley up. He's been up three times and has made one hit. First pitch, he hits foul down the first baseline. It's strike one. Infield is playing in close. There's the same fella comes over the railing again and gets another foul ball. He'll be distributing souvenirs himself pretty soon. Now the next pitch has a ground ball to the shortstop. He comes in fast, gets the ball into the plate. They caught Fox now between the plate and third base, and they're running it back toward third. Gabby Hartnett tags him. Al Simmons and Fox are both standing on the bag here at third base. Hemsley is on first. And Jimmy Fox was back on the bag when uh, Gabby tagged him, and he tagged both Simmons and Fox. Fox is entitled to the bag, and Al Simmons is out. So there's two gone. Al Simmons figured that he was going to get, that uh, Fox was going to be caught between the plate and third base. Hartnett ran him all the way back to third base, and Simmons was down to the bag, too. And both runners were on the bag, so Gabby made sure and tagged them both. Al Simmons is out. Fox was back on the bag, and he was entitled to it. There's two gone now, and the American League has runners on first and third. The man to come up is Joe Cohen. Cohen, that is the fielder's choice for the batter, for Raleigh Hemsley, who's on first. There's a foul, a long smash way back up into the upper deck. Down the right field line, it's strike one. 
Another new ball is tossed out to Dizzy Dean. The American League is batting in the last half of the eighth inning. They're leading by a score of four to one, and they have two men on the bases with two gone. Dean is pitching now for the National League stars. Now he's ready. A slow ball comes in a little bit low for a ball, and the count is one and one for Joe. Cronin has been up three times. He tried out the first time. He struck out the second time, and he flied out the third time. Upper Martin talking it up over there at third. Pitch is getting his sign again. Here's the next one. Fastball inside, up around his head. Cronin falls out of the way in a hurry. The last half of the eighth inning. Dean is getting his sign now. The next pitch comes in close, shoulder high for a ball, and the count is three and one for Joe. Ball three and strike one. The American League has used two pitchers today, Gomez and Hardy. Now the pitcher gets ready. Here's the next one. Cronin swings hard and fouls the ball off of Gabby's mask. The count is three and two. That was a fastball right down the middle. Cronin swung hard and fouled the ball off of Hartnett's mask. The umpire throws another new ball into play. National League has used four pitchers today, Walker, Schumacher, Derringer, and Dean. The American League, Gomez and Hardy. Fourth National League pitchers on the mound now, Dizzy Dean. He has a count of three and two on the batter. Two out, runners on first and third. The pitch, hits one hard down the lefty line. I think it's going foul. It is foul. Conan hit one hard down the left field line, and the ball went foul, and the count is still three and two for Joe. you know the National League will have the choice of the city in which the All-Star game will be staged. First game was played in Chicago in 1933, the second game in New York last year in 34, and the third game we're watching here today in Cleveland, Ohio. Here's the next pitch. Joe hits a high foul, which is coming up into the upper deck off here to our right. Ball three and strike two. Somebody's got to lean over the railing to catch that ball after it bobbed around in three or four hands. One of the boys working up in the press box off here to our right caught it. Here's the next pitch. There's a foul up into the upper deck again off to the right. Count is still three and two. Riders from all over the country are here today to cover this game. Getting ready now. Fans have also come from all over the country to see the game. Here's the next pitch to Cronin. It's a slope. Sit down the third baseline. It's foul. Pepper Martin comes over the bag and outside the foul line to get the ball, but it gets past him. And Major Kerr throws a new ball down the third baseline. And Pepper starts to rough the old ball up before giving it back to Dean. It's a three and two count on Joe Cronin. And the American League has runners on first and third. It takes a lot of time out there getting ready again. Here's the next pitch. There's a hop.
shortstop caught it over near third base. Martin just stood there watching him grab it, and he retires the side, and runners are left on first and third. The American League made no runs and one hit. No runs and one hit. Now the game is going into the first half of the ninth inning. The American League is going onto the field, and the National League is coming to bat, trailing by three runs. Score is four to one. Boys will do their best to get a rally started now. Ozzy Bluegee is playing third base in place of Jimmy Fox. Ozzy Bluegee is in there at third base in place of Jimmy Fox. Roger Kramer is playing center field. Roger Kramer is playing center field in place of Al Simmons. Whipping over a few to the catcher. Roger Kramer is out in center field. Mel Harder still whipping over. Roger Hornsby is down here at the plate catching a few while Raleigh Hensley puts on his mask. Here comes an announcement. at Washington playing third. Chapman of New York. And Kramer of Philadelphia are also in the outfield. Ben Chapman is playing left field and Roger Kramer is playing center. Roger Kramer's in center field and Sam West of St. Louis is playing left field. Here's Medwick up at the plate. National League will try hard to get a rally going here in the ninth inning. First pitch is in low and close. Ball one. From Harder. Nobody on and nobody out. It's the first half of the night. Medwick up. He has made a hit yesterday. Next pitch is a strike over the outside corner. Knee high. Ozzie Bluegee of Washington is playing third. Roger Kramer of Philadelphia is in center field. Ben Chapman of New York is in left field. There's a wild one way over the catcher's head and back up to the strike one for Medwick. It's the first half of the ninth inning with the American League leading by a score of four to one. Victor takes his time. Getting ready out there. Here comes the windup in the next pitch to Medwick. It's a hard-hit foul ball way down the right field line, and it's going up into the upper deck. The count is two and two for Medwick. Bell Harder gets a new ball out there, takes his glove off, drops it up in his hands a bit, getting some of the shine off it. National League batting in the first half of the ninth. Bell Harder's winding up again. Here's the next pitch. There's a high foul over near the American League dugout. The first baseman, Gehrig, is coming over fast, fast. He's under the ball, and he has it for the first out. Medwick fouled out to Gehrig for the first out. Next man to come up is the first baseman, Rip Collins. He's in there at first base in place of Terry, a left-handed batter. Here's Collins up at the plate, a great hitter. A 
left-handed batter. Boys in the American League infield talk it up out there. Here's the wind-up on the first pitch to rip the left-handed batter, and it's outside. It's a waste for a ball. Ball one. Nobody on. One gone in the first half of the night. Here's the wind-up in the next pitch. He hits the ground ball down the first baseline. Gehrig has it. Comes over to first base, and he's out to Gehrig unassisted. It is a ground ball. Gehrig picked up and stepped on first base, and Collins is out to Gehrig unassisted. Next man due to come up is Moore. Here he comes up to the plate. Crowd is starting to hit for the exit now. Figuring it's just about over. Mel Harder seems to have the situation well in hand here in the ninth inning. But you never can tell until the last man is out. Joe Moore is up. Here comes the wind-up on the pitch, and it's a strike right over the plate. Knee-high, and it's called. Not a left-handed batter. Nobody on and two gone in the first half of the ninth inning. I certainly hate to see this great game drawing to a close. Here's the next pitch. There's a ground ball between first and second. Geringer's up with it. Over to first. The game is over. And the American League wins 4-1. to one. He had a hard smash on the ground between first and second. The second baseman, Geringer, came up with the ball and threw him out. Geringer to Gehrig. And it retires the side. No runs, no hits, and no errors. And so the American League, ladies and gentlemen, is victorious in the third of the annual All-Star Game. Played, started, you remember, in 1933. First game was played in Chicago, and last year in New York, and this year in Cleveland, Ohio. And the American League wins the game by a score of 4-1. to one. Now the totals for the American League, four runs, eight hits, and no errors. For the National League, one run, four hits, and one error. American League, four runs, eight hits, and no errors. National League, one run, four hits, and one error. Crowd heading out of the huge stadium. Some are running across the outfield and heading toward the infield. Heading for all the exit ways out here. Now I want to turn the microphone over to Ellis Vanderfile, who has very kindly assisted me in the broadcast today of the All-Star Game, who has all the statistics and all the dope for you, and he'll give you his resume right now. Here. afternoon, of course, was that shown by the American League pitchers who held a very heavy, heavy hitting battery of National League. The League has had four pitches on the mound. Bill Walker opened and gave two hits and two runs in the two innings he pitched. Hal Shoemaker followed, Schumacher followed, gave four hits, struck out five men, permitted no runs, and Paul Deringer followed, giving one hit, one struck out, struck out one man, Paul Dean, 
Jerome Dean. Jerome Dean, Dizzy the great Dizzy Dean, ended the game pitching the last inning for the National Leaguers. He passed one man, gave one hit, and struck one man out. Runs batted in, Fox was a star in this stage of the game. He batted in three of the four runs scored by the American League. Joe Cronin batted in the fourth. Bill Terry, the first baseman of the New York Giants, the New York Giants manager, batted in the only run made by the National League this afternoon. Left on bases, the American League had seven. The National League, four. Stolen bases, just one stolen base. That in the first inning by Pepper Martin of St. Louis. He sold second base in the first inning. Errors, Pepper Martin, an error in the fourth inning, which permitted no damage to be done. The runs were scored, one by Vox. second a home run followed by Jimmy Fox scoring the first two runs. With one out in the second inning, Hemsley triple scored on Conan's long fly to center. Score then three to nothing. And then the fourth American League run came in the fifth inning. At that time Schumacher was pitching with two men out, two hits to base on balls, filled the bases, and then Jimmy Fox smashed a single off Schumacher's glove which scored the fourth and final American League run. In the National League, the one run scored came in the fourth inning. Vaughn opened with a double, and Ox popped up. Medwick walked, putting runners on first and second, and Bill Terry drove a single to left, bringing in the National League run. The score, four to one, and the summaries again. American League, four runs, eight hits, and no errors. The National League, one run, four hits, and one error. A finely played game, a grand game for everybody here, and here's Bob Elson. Thank you very much, Ellis. You just heard Ellis Vanderplow give you his resume. All the dope in this great ball game, which we've watched here today with over 80,000 people in this great municipal stadium at Cleveland, Ohio. He told you the American League is victorious again for the third successive year, winning a fine ball game today by a score of four to one. Of course, it's a mighty tough ball game for the National League to lose. Somebody has to win and somebody has to lose, and the National League inherits are going to be disappointed again for the third time. But next year is another year, and I hope we'll all see the, or hear the ball game, which will be played next year, the fourth annual All-Star Game. As we told you before, the National League next year will have the choice of the city, and that site will be determined, I imagine, in six or seven months. Well, we certainly hope you've enjoyed the ball game, ladies and gentlemen, which we've had the pleasure of watching and bringing to you from here in this stadium at Cleveland, Ohio. I want to say goodbye now for the announcer who's assisted me on the broadcast, Alex Vanderpile of Cleveland, who I've had the pleasure of working with, and I certainly hope that you've all enjoyed our broadcast. And Bob Elson saying goodbye from the stadium at Cleveland, Ohio, and bringing to close our broadcast of the All-Star Game, which came to you as a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN, the Chicago Tribune station on the Drake Hotel.